my shorts. Welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Free Guy. Sorry, Dave Lee. What the hell are you wearing? If you're not out there watching, I'm, of course, wearing my Free Guy merch that I went and bought and Disney certainly did not send to me. Yeah, I, right. I'm just wearing my Free Guy merch. I got my Free Guy cup. I got the copy of Free Guy on Blu-ray, which is out this week. And how much did you pay for it all? I paid a lot for it all. Disney did not send it to me to advertise the movie, I promise you. Really? Hashtag free guy. <laughs> At 20th Century Studios did not send me this stuff. Yeah, right. Get on with it. Get on with the show. <laughs> I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, you're not. You are no. old mate, Rick. Yeah. Um, what's going on with this? I think something's on top of my cord. Oh. Oh, he's bugging up. What have you done? The, um, the big... Uh, oh. The podcast box that's under the table. It's all right. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. It's all right. It's all stuck though. Anyway, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm just going to throw you that. I'm not doing anything else under the table. Well, you better not be. Get down there. Get that freed up. Free, free guy. Free it, guy. Free guy. Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, and on Disney Plus. Last week, actually. Welcome to the program. Uh, this podcast goes out on all the major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element is available to view on YouTube, which goes out two days early to Patreon supporters. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under to get your two-day early access to the is podcast. Is that better? That is better. Thank you very much. Uh, we've migrated video podcasts to a second channel, of course. So I appreciate the follow over there if you're watching. You're there. Hit the subscribe button. Get the subs up. Get the views up. How many subs you got now? On this? 800. We need 200. Ooh. I know. Close. Close. Tell your friends. Get tell them on. Tell them. Get it, get it happening. Just so sub. Close to money. I don't so have to watch. To Just sub. Just do it. Okay, you can find me on YouTube. So we can pay for this thing. Exactly right. You can find me on YouTube at David Lee Down Under, over on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Links in the description of every single podcast. If you want to write in the show, you can shoot an email. DaveLeePod at gmail.com uh, If you're listening on the podcasting platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only good ratings. Only good ones. You can tell us how shit we are, but just one good rating. Just to make the star rating good. Hey, did you say what uh, what number episode this was? No, this is episode number 53. Here comes Herbie. 53. Was it the number of the car, was it? Yep, Herbie was number 53. The love bug. The love bug, that's right. Either that or stuck in a tree. Here comes Herbie, stuck in a tree, 53. Stupid. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. But they all are. I don't think they're there meant to be. No, I don't think Clever they're. Clever rule. No, not particularly, huh? Can't wait to get to us. episode 88. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favourite calls, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that one. We'll leave that a mystery. We'll leave, yeah, leave that a mystery. People will get on and go and search for yeah, it. Exactly. So I am here in my Free Guy t-shirt, my Free Guy hat. Free, Free Guy t-shirt. I've got, no, I paid for it. My Free, <laughs> Free Guy t-shirt, my Free Guy hat, my Free Guy mug. Got the Free Guy Blu-ray right here. Your Free 
guy. My free, <laughs> free, free guy merch that Disney 20th Century Studios certainly did not send through to me. Hashtag free guy. No, because they don't send you anything, do they? No, they don't send me anything. Um, but it is out this week on Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, and it's on Disney+. Plus. You can stream it for free. Can you? Yeah, free, free guy will be free on Disney+, Plus as long as you have a membership. Disney Plus. Oh, well, this good. is for Australia anyway. It's on Disney Plus Star, yeah. I believe, because there's a few naughty words and stuff in there. Ooh. Yeah. So there you go. You Ooh, can check lot, lot, that lot one out. Naughty words like bum and yeah, stuff like that. Boobies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want to check out Free Guy, you can get it on all the major platforms. It's available digitally as well. You can buy, purchase the digital version. They might version. say ass. They might No, nah, because that's not really American, is it? Ass? Yeah. You ass. Oh, yeah, but there's a different... No, it's the same. We just spell it no, differently. They, well, because they sort of refer to ass as in ass as in donkey. Yeah, but don't they? No. Really? They call each other mm. ass. You ass. Yeah, you donkey. You asshole. Anyway. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, so that's the free guy plug. And we'll probably plug it again <laughs> soon. <laughs> Oh, God. If you're listening, you're missing out. You have to head to, like, Instagram Go and have YouTube a look. Go and have a look at what he's wearing. Check it out. It's just my early free guy, uh, my early Halloween free guy costume. That's all. Great I'm just giving costume. it a quick whirl. Might wear it again on the Halloween show. Who knows? Oh, God. <laughs> there was a second. There was another part they gave me. Um, sorry, I, I went and bought a pair of um, budgie smugglers, too. It's like... Um, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Where are they? They're down there in the box. In the big box of Free Guy merch that I certainly did not get for free. Budgie smugglers. Budgie smugglers out there watching. The limited edition pair of Free Guy merch. Um, budgie free smugglers. Guy across the arse there has some connotations. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, there you go. That's the Free Guy plug out of the uh. way. Um, what have we been up to this week? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, actually... The the YouTube channel needs 200 more subs and 200 more watch hours for the monetization. So we're getting close. close. Bradley Kenneth, who wrote into us last week on Twitter, yep. and he's the one who said he was just leaving it run and yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. watching every episode. Mm-hmm. He said it was great to hear us talking about it on the podcast. Uh, and he also said that so far 37 episodes have been played in full Whew. and he says he's watched every minute. Every minute. Mm-hmm. He must be a tired boy. I know. Or bored as buggery. Yeah, well, that too. I wouldn't be sitting watching 37 episodes. I told him I can't tell you to do Whew. otherwise. If you want him there, make sure you're um, watching it completely. Boy, Bradley. Bradley, mm-hmm. Bradley, Bradley. Get a life, mate. Well, keep, just, then keep where, watching. Where once you get to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch them all yeah. and then, then get a life. Yeah. And then, then come back every week yeah. and watch your full two-hour. What are I'd, you doing? I'm about, to, <laughs> I'm about to take a sip from my free guy cup. <laughs> I just saw you hovering there. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm to take a sip from my free guy keep, keep. Oh, shit. I won't call it a keep cup because I don't think it is officially a, an actual, actually a keep cup, but it's one of those coffee. Yeah. Cotton. Hard coffee And you cups. drink coffee too. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Um, otherwise, didn't do much this week, hey? Other than become a corporate shill for the mouse. What's new? <laughs> Slave to the mouse. Yeah. Um, hey, I got my second vax. Yeah, you did. Nice and early because I yep. closed the gap from six weeks to, to three. three. Yeah. So I was able to change my 
changed my vax. And move it forward. Moved it forward, went in, got it done. I was fine with the second shot. Yeah. Sore arm. A little bit of a headache and that's about all. Had a headache for like half a day and I was really, really tired Mm. the day after. And other than that, I've been fine since. That was it. All these people like, oh, man. Although the tiredness could be and the headache could even be from the change of daylight savings. That's true. Because yeah. that first, first week in daylight savings, when, when I was working, it used to kill me. Yeah, because the clocks went forward on like Sunday. Like, it was like trying to work th- work a whole week through bloody, yeah. um, what do you call it, jet lag. Oh, yeah. I yeah, remember true. what that is. It's probably a bit of both because it wasn't really wasn't that bad. I mean. No, not at all. Everyone's like, oh, man, that second one hit me so bad. I got every single symptom. It kicked my ass. Mm. I'm like, fuck, brace myself. Yeah. Well, even your cousin, he got his, didn't he? He brought his forward. Yeah. He goes the and day he had, before me. Yeah, bugger all in the way of. Yeah. I think he just had a bit Nothing. of the same thing, headache and tiredness. Yeah, exactly. The, like exactly the same. He said he had a headache in the morning. Genetics, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, and you had nothing but a headache and a little bit of tiredness. Yeah, but I had a different, I had a different, different one. Uh, you know, AZ. still. It's the Lee genes. Yep. So we're all done okay. So get your backs if you can. Go and get it done. Um, we're coming out of lockdown soon. But if you don't want to get it done, that's your choice. Well, exactly right. Get you it done if you can and you want to. to. to get it or not. Yeah, exactly right. But do it. If you can and you want to. Please, it'll help everybody. Exactly. And yourself. But mm, think, exactly right. think of the children. And the kids around you and the people around you. Yeah. That's the most concerning thing, I reckon. The people around you, yeah, exactly. Because you don't want to catch it and pass it on to people around mm, you. Not exactly. that getting it stops you getting it, but it stops bad effects and exactly. it's less likely. Less likely to, get to get kill it. you. That's exactly the thing. right. Anyway, uh, apparently we're coming out of lockdown but like within a matter of weeks because yeah, well. we're fastly approaching like the percent because at the moment we're like, we're finally like, fuck it, we're not trying to be a COVID zero nation anymore. Even New Zealand's come out and said, no. Nah, it's not going to happen. We can't contain it this. It will again. never happen. Because they were zero for like a year and a half. Yeah, and then exactly. It's, and then it's finally gone back across into the borders, this Delta Fucking strain. New South Wales. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get too political. <laughs> no. But it's back over the border in New, in New Zealand. They can't contain They're like, fuck it. We're not going to go for COVID zero. So we're just mm. going for like that percentage, like 80% double vax, and then we'll open up. And anyone who's not vaxxed, it's bad I luck. think it's 70%, isn't it, they're going it's for 80. first? At no, first, no, Sydney's going for 70. No, I think we're going 70 first and then they'll relax a bit. Are they, is no, it it's was? like 80. And no, then 80% they were waiting they for 80, bang. 70%, they, that was the first dose. 70% and they lifted some restrictions. Mm. 80% second dose, it's open. So what happens? Yeah, well, we we will. But no, I've I've got a feeling seventy percent double seventy percent double vaxxed, and they open up to vax. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. No, just as long as we get it done and we get open and we life gets back to some sort of normal. Yeah, not that it's ever going to be normal, but no, exactly. Anyway, let's get on with that. They're talking about actually reopening the borders by December. Be nice. Be nice. I get back overseas. Finally get to see... See Alicia. Alicia, yeah. the first time in two years. Yeah, it will be two years by that point. Bloody hell. Just less, it'll be like two, a year and 11 months. But have you felt like it's gone quick, though? Uh, yeah, sort At of. At times it does, it's and like, times it drags, It's, it's yeah. weird, because it's just been like... It's almost like the last two years have been just a write-off, and you think about things that happened like two years ago as if it just happened like last week. Right, okay. Because it's just like this whole two years has just been stagnant. Mm. I wonder if it's like it feels like to be in prison. It's like, oh, time's gone real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to try that one out. Just, no. Let's just I'll give you the hint no. there. No. Um, 
No, it's been, it's just weird. It is weird. Sometimes it is slow. It's like, fucking hell, it's been going for ages. But then other times it's like, yeah, it's going quick because it's just like the, every day is the same. Every week's the same. Every month's the same. It all just blends into like life in general. Really, as, you, as you live through it, it's just a normal day. But when mm. you look back, you think, shit, that went quick. Yeah, I think so. Maybe that's And if you're looking it. forward Maybe to something two years down the track, it seems to drag mm. and take forever. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird mm. thing. Bizarre. But I think it's just going to feel like at the end of it all, it's like, oh, we've lost two years of our lives. Yeah. It's going to feel like we're back where we were at the beginning of it, but we've lost two years of our lives. Yeah. Maybe like... It's going to take a while to reconnect and... I'm trying to think of some movie where a guy's in a coma or some shit. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be weird. Anyway, uh, so that's going to happen very soon. It's all exciting, very exciting. Um, hopefully, I can get overseas, of course, to see my girlfriend, Alicia, who's in England. Spend Christmas over there. Yep. Be nice. They reckon it's going to be snowing real bad this year, so it'll be fun. Oh, awesome. So that yeah. means I won't have to buy you a Christmas present. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't want anything. Bonus. Don't want anything. <laughs> I, hey, I got my um, YouTube play button this week. When did you get that? I didn't say that. Yesterday. Came yet? Oh, I was I was working yesterday. Yeah. So I um got an email yesterday morning actually, which was like your play button's on the way. It was from YouTube. Your play button's on the way. I was like, oh, nice. I'll get it in a couple of months. And it arrived yesterday afternoon. It's not very heavy. I know. I haven't opened it yet. It's still in the box. I'm going to open it. Um, I'll do a live stream this weekend. By the time this is, goes out to public, it will have been. But for my patron list, I thought it the week after. Though. Nah, fuck it. Doesn't matter. Just get it done this week. No, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't matter how much you advertise these yeah, things. Yeah, it's true. The, only, the people who are going to turn up will turn up. Yep. It doesn't matter how much. It's, it's, just, it's the cha- just main a thing. channel. You can't advertise on YouTube because people will just forget. Yep. Give them two days' warning. I'm doing this thing tomorrow. So if you're listening to this as a patron, it's tomorrow, it's Sunday. Probably midday, like 11 o'clock or something. I'll figure it out. I'll post something. You'll see it. I'm sure you'll see it. Um, talking about packages and stuff, I haven't been given an update on my UPS package. It's been sort of missing. That's uh, the one from the US. The one from, from the US. Disney stuff. Yeah, from uh, my pal Derek mm. over there. Um, still haven't got it. It's been a month. At customs, apparently. Mm. Oz Post is like, oh, it's with customs. It's out of our control. If you wanna, if you wanna launch an investigation, you have to go through USPS. I was like, Derek, can you please contact USPS again, please? And sorry, he contacted them. They're like, out of our control. It's in Australia. It, either Australia and there's like Australia Post will have to deal with it. And Australia Post is like, yeah, we can't deal with it. It's in customs now, and they're a lord of their own. <laughs> nothing. It's nothing. There's nothing like taking responsibility. Oh, exactly right. And that's nothing like it. Well, yeah, neither <laughs> of them are. They're like it's in like it's almost like it's in this uh, sort of like what do you call it? Limbo. Foreign, foreign waters. Yeah. What's it called? Is it foreign, international international waters yeah. where there's like no law? Yeah. So it's like it's with customs. Out with all the pirates. But, but then, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but then Oz Post is also saying. Well, it's quite possible that it didn't arrive in the case that it was supposed to arrive in. It's like the scan could have actually been just a scan of the crate that it was supposed to be in, and then if it's not passed through already, there's a possibility it wasn't in the crate. So fuck knows where it is. But there was a news story on the postal system on Tally a few, few the days ago. Yeah, yeah. thousand like all these warehouses oh, around yeah. Australia, thousands and <laughs> pa- packages stacked high up to the roof, like filled. Yeah. So it's probably there somewhere, 
The OzPost <laughs> website says something about there could be delays at customs as could well. Be. So it's likely it is probably here just sitting at the bottom of a pile somewhere in the corner of a warehouse waiting for them to get to everything first. Unbelievable. I reckon it'll turn, I reckon it'll turn up. It's one of those – because it's so rare that yeah. something actually does go missing. Yeah, it is pretty rare. Could just pop up. We've not really had anything, have we? We've had a few things that have been knocked off, but not many. And things that are late always turn up, even Mm. if it's like two or three weeks later and I've already got my replacement. Like, oh, shit, (laughs) the first one's back. Yeah. Yeah. And they have been returned or offered to be returned or whatever, usually. Yeah, usually. Most often they're just like, just fucking keep it. Yeah. our problem now. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's what's going on. With the uh, what's what's been going on in our lives? Yeah, and that's about all. Really, a bit boring. Really, yeah. <laughs> <About it. laughs> yeah, same as usual. Not been much going on at all. No. But anyway, what a picture! Good picture. Yeah, that is so much fun. You can talk about what we've been watching. So much fun. It always gets me that. I always think it's bloody. What's his name? Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. No, Al Pacino. Yep. And Leo DiCaprio. The crappier. Crappier. He's great. Yeah, he's done some great stuff. Great Must stuff. admit. It's in like your favourite, one of your favourite movies ever. What? Romeo and Juliet. Oh, it's, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Great Gatsby, one of my favourites. Great Gatsby's great. Departed is a great movie. Mm. The Revenant was good. That one on the boat I can't stand. The one on the boat. Yeah, the boat gets hit by the iceberg and sinks. Oh, Titanic is a great oh. movie. I, 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 you watched it with me a few years ago and you're like, actually, it's not that bad. Yeah, but it's just... Nah, it's a great movie. It just drags. Nah, it doesn't, though. It's like one of those... Like, it's funny, it's funny I've actually mentioned that. I read something on oh, on a Facebook feed or something. Some some guy had watched it for the first time. This yeah. is only in the last... It was only today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'd watched it for, for the first time and how good a film it was, but then he went on to rant about... Um, What's her name? The, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet's character was. Oh, really? Because she had an affair and she did oh, this yeah. and she spent her whole life with, uh, spent her whole life married, had children, grandchildren, and then at the end of her life, at the end of, like the end of Titanic, mm. you see her meeting up with, you know, basically meeting up with Leo in heaven sort of thing. That doesn't happen. Well, no. Well, that, that's <laughs> a sort of the inference and right. stuff that he's talking about, right? Yeah. So she spent her whole life in this marriage yeah. thinking about this guy she had a one-night affair with. Yeah, true. And then, you know, they get in the water and she's on she's on a door or something. Yeah. That's big enough for two people on to get on. Yeah. <laughs> she lets him drift off and drown. And no, because he says he doesn't want to get on. She, he tells her, uh, he's like, I don't want to. Just let me go. Uh, and he goes... <sighs> Great movie, I love it. Yeah, no, not for me. It's a great. And that film. one where he gets you ins- enjoyed it that, when you watched it a couple one of years he, ago. That one he gets Don't inside lie. the animal. What's that one? He gets inside the animal. Yeah, what's it called? In um, he's out in the snow and he the revenant. I said that. That's the one. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. getting an animal. Didn't he cut an animal? He was out in the snow or something. You think about Star Wars where he no. jumps over the, the tauntaun and he gets in it. He gets he in was a fight. Attacked by yeah, he gets a fight with right. a bear. God, I told you my memory's not great. <laughs> Star Wars, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> and the Wolf uh, of Wall Street, which everyone loves. That's a good loves. film. I love that. Film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. He's done. So, there you go. He's done great stuff. Anyway, what we've been watching this week is not a lot. Actually, a little bit. Um, I've been watching some older stuff. Um, oh, and the basketball diaries. 
Basketball Diaries. I don't know if I ever watched that. That was really good. I mean, yeah. He was only 16 or something, I think. Yeah, he was quite young. That was good. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? I never watched that, but apparently it's very good. I don't think I've ever good. really watched it. Uh, the Beach? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's done some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. I'll take it back. He's good. There you go. And, of I'll course. I'll still call him the crappier. And, of course, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is where the sound Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good film. Yeah. There you go. Settled that right there. Okay. Okay, so what we've been watching this week. Let's just rewind and go back five minutes and forget I said all that. All right. Good <laughs> picture. Yeah. So much fun. It's Leonardo. It always gets me that. I always think. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think it's Mel Brooks? Yeah, that's oh, It's um, Al Pacino and Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Fucking hell. Righto. Let's get on with it. Oh, fucking Groundhog Day. Yeah, I know. It was during the week. It was during the week, actually. <laughs> it was. They had on the news. They're like, oh, punks are Tony Phil. Punks are Tony Phil, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, we've gone down a weird rabbit hole again. I uh, know. It always happens, huh? Oh, uh, well. So what we've been watching this week, catalogue titles. Um, yeah, some older stuff people won't care about. I've been, I started the what are called the Inner Sanctum Mysteries. They're like a series of old uh, classics from like the 1940s with Lon Chaney Jr., the Wolfman. Oh, Man. really? They were based on a series of radio plays called The Inner Sanctum Mysteries, which were very popular at the time. And they did a series of movies. There's like six of them. They're only like, like 60 minutes each. Really short things. Like a little serial almost. And they're quite fun. I've never watched them again. Uh, but never watched them before. I bought the Blu-ray box set like last year. I was like, I'll wait till Halloween next year. Because last year I did all the Universal Monsters movies. So now I'm sort of doing all the other universal horror stuff that's not the monster movies. Okay. So I've got a box of like the Boris Karloff stuff Boris Karloff did with Universal as well. I'm going to go through them. But yeah, the um, hmm. Inner Sanctum ones are all right. They're more like crime, crime thrillers, but there's a little bit of horror elements mixed in. Pretty good. Check them out if you can. Um, yeah, I've, that, I've won't, watched... that won't happen. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Adams Family. I watched the two Adams Family movies from the 90s. <sighs> Actually, quite good. The first one wasn't great. Uh, the second one's very good. Like, the comedy is very clever. Just really great, dark, I suppose, like macabre, like farce. It's like a farce. Obviously, like what the original series was, just a comedy. Very clever. Um, I enjoyed that. But what, first time I watched them since I was a kid. And I didn't remember any of them. I haven't seen them for years. I remember loving them as a kid. It's probably the last time I saw them, too, was when you were a kid. Probably 30 years ago. Oh, God. Quite good. They're all right. They're all right. The second one in particular was very. I enjoyed it. The comedy was good, very good, and the cast is great too. Mm. Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester. You've got um, Raul Julia as Gomez, Angelica Houston as Morticia, mm. uh, young Christina Ricci as um, mm. as Wednesday Adams. Great cast. Um, that's about it for my catalogs this week. Um, we watched a few kind of newer movies. Because finally, JB Hi-Fi had a sale. I bought some new stuff. <laughs> so finally, been watching some new, like more recently released stuff. First, we watched one called The Courier. It's one with um, Benedict Cucumber. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, it's like a spy thriller, true story of like a spy. The spy is a British spy that's hired by the FBI yep. to go over, or the CIA, whoever it was to go over to Russia and team up with, like, a Soviet spy. It's MI6 or something? Oh, yeah, MI6. In conjunction yeah, yeah. with... In, yeah, yeah. In conjunction with CIA or something. Yeah. 
to go over to Russia, team up with like this Soviet spy to steal mm. all this information from the Cubans related to their missiles. Yeah. And inadvertently put an end to the Cuban missile crisis. Mm. Mm. It's quite good. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I'm quite enjoying it. Mm. Pretty, pretty standard, like biopic, sort of biopic sort of thing, really. But um, it was enjoyable. He's seven point one rating. Yeah, so. Good performance from Benedict Cumbersmizzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's good. Like probably his best, as far as I can think, probably one of his best performances. Next to that, great uh, imitation game. Oh yeah, terrific mm. movie. Yeah. yeah, and of course. Dr. Stephen Strange, his most prestigious role of all. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't want to think of it, Strange. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so that was pretty good. We watched one called Wild Mountain Time. What did you think about this one? I can't remember it. This is the one, oh my gosh. This is the one with um, Emily Blunt, Jamie Dornan, John Hamm, Christopher Walken, trying to do an Irish accent. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Set in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, pretty shitty rating that one's got. It's got a bit of a um, five point seven. Yeah, bit of a shite rating. Um, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I liked it. So yeah, it was a shite that was that was all we right. thought was all right. Yeah, well, it wasn't the greatest film we've ever seen. Obviously, but I was watching. I looked at a lot of reviews for it. Oh, I looked at some reviews and stuff for it, and I just think people didn't quite get the film. Right. I think it's just like a really weird sort of what our friend Michael would say, whimsical sort of thing. Mm. Just a little bit left of centre, a little bit weird, and it's all, it's a bit of a farce. Everything that happens is like really ridiculous and unbelievable and stupid, and, yeah, but that's the point. Yeah, I think, I think so. people are watching it going, "Oh, this is so dumb!" Because oh, I don't believe that. Oh, that's so stupid. Or, mm. uh, but I think it's meant to be like that. I like I like Jamie Dorn, Dornan's character. Yeah, yeah, just that sort of dumb, simple, dumb, yeah. country boy yeah. farmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, loses loses the ring, goes looking, yeah. goes and buys a fucking <laughs> metal detector. Metal detector to John, find it. John Hamm comes in playing. Don, Don Draper, <laughs> Don basically. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> the businessman from New York, he comes in and sweeps Emily Blunt off her feet, basically. Or thought he was going to. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Don't spoil it for those who haven't watched it. Oh, well. Bad yeah. habit of yours on this podcast. Oh, well, spoiler alert. Why are you supposed to say that first? Yeah, say it first. Right. Christopher Walken doing an Irish accent. It was one of the funniest things I heard in my life, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was it's awful. It was Thinking, who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> the whole movie is just so stupid. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was quite fun. Mm. It's actually it was written, maybe directed as well, by the guy who did uh, Moonstruck. John Patrick Shonley. That's it. Moonstruck. So a similar thing. And I saw these reviews which were like, oh, compared to Moonstruck, this is terrible. Like Moonstruck was the same kind of fucking thing. It was yeah. just so just stupid and. Oh, I love Moonstruck. Yeah, of course you do. You know, but that's that same sort of style of humour where everything happens and it's really dumb and none of it's believable and it's whimsical and mm. it's all. It's just it was the same. It was like almost the same. Yeah, um, but I like this one anyway. It's it just easy. It's just easy to watch on a Sunday. It was night. our Sunday movie? Yeah. Um, here's one. Fucking hell! Can't wait to hear your thoughts on Doolittle. If you remember it. Um, who was in that? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, 
Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? When I say all right, I mean yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, that was a pretty shite, I reckon. What was the rating on that one? Uh, five, six. Do you remember this? Were you awake? Yeah, no, for no, this? no, no, I do remember. I'm I surprised if it. you start, start, yeah, stayed yeah, awake yeah. in no, this. I, this was this was awful. Yeah, no, it was. And had yeah, been warned right. that no, it wasn't. It was not. It was terrible. <laughs> this was awful. I didn't say it was good. I just said it was. Yeah, it was nah, all right. it's beyond all right. You didn't have to sit there and you know you could tune out and have a bit of a slow. But that's the point. That's the thing. That sort of nothing shit. happened in this movie. It's t- so much, but nothing happened in it. It was dumb. I don't even think kids would enjoy this. No, probably not. And he's doing this stupid accent the whole movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was terrible. Which makes it really hard to even watch the film. And his whole performance is dubbed. Yeah, that was odd, wasn't it? His whole performance is dubbed. Leading, I wonder why they did leading that. Because he probably didn't get the accent right or something. That's the leading theory. His uh, accent was okay. really shit on set. And they're like, we've got to overdub it. And it's still not. I want to hear what that original accent was oh like. Oh God! If that was the good one. But they apparently went back, like reshot half the movie. They rewrote half of it because it really? wasn't working. They tried to make it more funny and more silly and mm. more like child. Apparently, it was like supposed to be just like a. It wasn't supposed to be like a real kids movie. It's just like a Doctor Doolittle thing. And then mm. they're like, "Nah, fuck it. We got to redo half of it." And I was looking back at it later. You had a really troubled production. Yeah. But even the audio mix of his dialogue was really bad. The way it was mixed, it just didn't sound like it was even coming from his mouth. It's like it just was like there. Yeah. The mixing was really. Yeah, I was, think the mixing on like, any of the like all the animal characters had a massive cast, and the mixing was just weird. It just didn't feel like the voices were coming from the characters. It was just like there, if that makes sense. Yeah. I remember we're listening to it on a big sound system, so if you're watching it on a TV, it might be a bit different. But that's weird. A weird thing. Mm. Such a well, it was awful. Yes, yeah, it, it was a bit. It was dreadful. But it was. It was. It, was all right. it wasn't it all right. It was, it was just, not all right. Uh, it was. It was an absolute shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the cast. On Massive it, cast in it. Selena Gomez, Marianne Cotillard. Cotillard. Oh, whatever. Mario. Actually, Mario, not Marion. Oh, yeah, Marion Cotillard. No, Mario Cotillard. <laughs> no, Cotillard. One of the greatest French Craig Robinson. Exports. Love Craig Robinson. Yeah. Best role was in the office. Craig, as they'd say in America. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, yeah. Ralph Fiennes. Tom Holland. Ray, actually, Ray Fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Octavia. Octavia, yeah, Octavia Spencer. <laughs> yeah, Tom John Cena, Emma, yeah. Emma Thompson, Jim Broadbent, Martin, Rami Malek, Martin Sheen, Michael Sheen, Antonio Banderas. Oh, yes, McDonnell. Massive cast. Yeah, like a huge cast. Yeah. And what's, that, what's that thing you always say? The bigger the cast, the yeah. worse the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw a big cast at it and hope, yeah. hope it's good. Easy payday for Fair these enough. guys. Oh, you could yeah. tell they weren't. They were just like, hey, I'll phone this one in. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually some behind-the-scenes footage of Tom Holland doing it. He's just in a random little room, just like, I was like, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. You could see him standing there. He's like, I don't care about this. He's like, hey, guys, I'm here. <laughs> Let's just do my lines and I'll fuck off. Easy payday. Did, Thank you very did much. Did it to a laptop, to an iPad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Recorded to an iPad and sent it through. <laughs> uh, it's, it's worth watching because it's that bad. It's worth watching. There are some funny bits. There are actually a few bits that was like that made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, but I thought with Robert Downey Jr. It would at least be like watchable. But it was he was just so I don't know what he's doing in this movie. Mm. 
Not a lot. No. <laughs> he's just like, fuck it, I've got to do something that's not Marvel. He looked disinterested too. He did. He's like, just give me a bucket load of, bucket load of money. Yep. I've just spent 12 years doing Iron Man. Just give me something and give me some money for it. I'm sure he's committed to his craft, but it just didn't seem like anyone really gave mm. a fuck about this film. There you go. So that's... Um, oh, hang on, I've got to change this. What a picture. Good picture. Yeah. That is so much fun. That's what we've been watching this week. Mm. Oh, actually, no. I shouldn't have hit that yet because they're not quite out of the segment yet. Oh, we got to keep going because there's television stuff and stuff oh, to talk about. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first yeah. up, Letterboxd update, September 2021. I'll go through this really quickly because it's almost the same every month. Um, 41 movies I watched last month, which is a um, decent effort, but last month I did 45. The best of the year is still January with 59 films. Mm. Um, as of the end of... September 2021, uh, 389 movies this year. That's a lot of wasted time. It is, yeah. Uh, last year, though, was 565. <sighs> so I'm struggling to think that I'll beat that this year. Oh, yeah. You I better start watching. Yeah, I know. Um, actors are the same. Top spot is John claude Van Damme and Andrea Romano, of course, legendary casting director who did a bunch of cameos in those DC animated films <laughs> I was watching and uh, has wound up at the top of the list. Um, the Rock, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Ludacris, Sung Kang, essentially the Fast 9 family, they're all in second place at um, – no, sorry, The Rock is at eight films and then the rest of the Fast gang is at seven. But this month, Christopher Walken mm. and Nicole Kidman have moved into third place at number seven as well. Ooh. Interesting. Catching up. Can't remember watching that many things with Nicole Kidman in it. How odd. I wouldn't have thought we so. Watched, um, we watched the that miniseries with Hugh Grant. I log a miniseries. Yeah. If it's like a limited series, I'll log it. Essentially, it's like a long tally movie. Mm. So I log that. Can't think of five Nicole Kidman movies I would have watched this year. But there you go. Apparently, I have. Mm. Um, directors are the same. Jay Oliver, who did a bunch of those DC movies at, number six, at six films, followed by Justin Ling. And uh, Sam Liu on five. Sam Liu was, of course, another DC animated film director. And Justin Lin, who did all the fast, well, a bunch of the fast films. Third spot is Clint Eastwood and Ron Howard. Got to watch more Clint. Four films each. Well, actually, um, Crime Macho came out not long ago on overseas on HBO Max and in theatres. She's a new film. Got really bad reviews, though, which mm. is really disappointing, actually. But. Uh, you got to know when we get a chance to see that. Hopefully by the end of the year, that'll bump Clint up a bit. I've got a stack of Clint movies out there that I need to watch. So maybe that's a good way to get him both up as a director and an actor. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. That's it for the Letterboxd update. Just, just looking at Nicole's page, I'm trying to work out what we've watched. Oh, I wouldn't even worry. I could probably tell you if I got on my Letterboxd. The upside? Um, nope, don't know what that is. No. No, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Let me look, what is the upside? Is that that? Is that that one with the the remake of the French film? Yeah. Let's have a look. Uh, my diary, my my stats. This is riveting podcasting, as per. I'm going to go into 2021. I'm going to find Nicole. Where are we? Just narrating this. Lies. No, but that's a series. We're going to log that, oh, and okay. it wouldn't have been this year. The Undoing. Nine, um, nine yeah, that was, that was the series we watched. No, and watch that. Oh, okay. So 
She was there. Oh, yeah, I watched Far and Away this year with Tom Cruise. Oh. Good man. I liked it. I really liked that. Sounds like it. You, I, when was the last time you watched it, if you ever watched years it? Years ago. When did it first come out? 92. So you probably watched it 30 years ago. Good movie. Killing of a Sacred Deer. It's that one with Clive Owen and the weird kid. Oh, yeah. Yep. Really liked that one. Yep. Before I Go to Sleep, that was that terrible one with, um, uh, Cli- uh, what's his name? Cl- um, Clive Owen. Not Clive Owen. Bloody Colin Firth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boring. Wind Rider, which is like one of her, like her earliest Australian film. Stepford Wives I watched this year and The Undoing. And then apparently she was in that Val, Val Kilmer documentary. Oh, oh yeah, because because he did Batman Forever with her. Oh, that's right, yeah. There you go. Yep, yep. And so there you go. That puts an end to that. Okay. So <laughs> next. That was riveting, though. That was. I told you it My would be. My fault. Yeah. New. This is what you got to just stick to the script. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Where's the fun in that? Uh, all right. So, oh, as far as new movies go, we've got a couple of to watch. Can't review them yet. I haven't seen them, so I can't review them yet, certainly. But we've got the uh, screener for The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos prequel film. That's just mm. come out. It's got mixed reviews. Um, that's out in America, uh, in theatres, and on HBO Max. Um, so we'll check that out over this weekend. We have to. It's not out here in Australia until November fourth, so I have to hold my coverage until then. Mm, um, maybe tonight. Yeah, maybe tonight. Um, also got a screener on the way for Edgar Wright's new film called Last Night in Soho, which looks amazing. It's got uh, Anya Taylor Joy in it and Thomas and Mackenzie, a few others in there. Really good cast. I think this was Diana Riggs last film. Um, it's been doing the festival circuit over in America and Canada, etc. Um, and I've just been hearing amazing things about this. Mm. Uh, it opens worldwide at the end of October, so the review will be a while off. I don't even know when I'm going to get the screener, but they put me down for one. And it looks incredible. looks so good. Edgar Wright, of course, did uh, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. He did Scott Pilgrim. Mm. And uh, what was that other one he did more recently? I don't know. Um, Edgar Wright. I'm trying to. Oh, Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. 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 So he's done a lot of really, just really great stuff. It looks fun. Well, it's like a horror. So yeah. as fun as that can be. It just looks good. Like a cool, like little stylistic thriller, horror, sort of neon lit. Sounds right. Looks great. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So I'll review both of them probably on my new YouTube channel, which is Dave Lee Down Under Extra. If you want to head over there. More kind of niche stuff I'm just going to be dumping over there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, cool. So it doesn't affect the health of my main channel. Television stuff we'll skim through as well because it's the same shit as always. Ted Lasso this week was great. Still good. I was oh. at work yesterday and the, yeah. the owner of the company yeah. that I work, do some work for. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool sort of bloke and he, yeah. you know. He tries to be young and hip, and he's mm. you know about a couple two years younger than me or something. Yeah, he was actually talking to a couple of staff, and they were just standing standing next to me, and yeah, and they were just sort of yakking about TV and stuff. And he said he'd just been watching Ted Lasso. And I turned <laughs> and said, "Oh, how fucking good is it?" So I, you know what I said, mate? We watched it, yeah. watched it right up to date. He said, "I said, oh, I fucking love it." Tell he can't, I he can't pull himself away from I it. So he's every week, at least one person yep. a week is like, "I've just discovered Ted Lasso." Holy shit. Yeah. It's so good. Yep. And someone else's message was like, oh, I've been watching it. It's great. It's like, and I think it was like their brother or their sister was like, they're about to get into it now. And yeah. uh, it's just a good show. It's so good. Last episode uh, tonight is is actually tonight. Mm. Uh, we record on the Friday. We don't usually watch Ted until the Monday though. So, so it's still tonight. 
Well, yeah, it is tonight. There you go. We're watching it. We'll probably be watching it. Actually, whenever the podcast goes out, we're usually watching Ted. Yeah. Because I get the little notification on my phone. Bloop, your podcast live. Yep. And then I'll post. Is it the last step? Last step of season two, yeah. So sad. I know. When it finishes, I'm going to start the whole thing up. Watch the whole thing again. Yeah, I will. So sure. Alicia wants to watch it, so we'll watch it together. She doesn't have Apple TV and won't pay for it, so, you know, wait. Can't lock onto it. <laughs> no, I don't think you can with Apple. That's the thing. Right. You have to be on the device that's oh, registered right, to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're quite smart with that, actually. Yeah. Unlike all the others, where you can um, not watch know, should any, recommend not, it. Watch from any, well, if you're if if so, you know, we're visiting a well, family yeah, member yeah. or something, we can pull up our account and watch yeah, something. Yeah, exactly right. It's a good thing about that. Yeah. Um, only murders in the building was good this week as well. Such a good show. Yeah, that is better good. every week. Yep. Love it. Yep. Can't wait. I had no expectation of that at all. No. I've mentioned this before. Yeah. Because of Steve Martin and Martin I Sheen. Just I, being knew, old I knew it would be good because Steve Martin. No, know, I didn't. The, the comedy type, mm-hmm. you know, style of comedy is just old hat and everything. But mm-hmm. this is just fantastic. Very good. Love, I love it. it. Love it. A two episodes of Brother that, Steve's though. watched it. Um, actually, I don't know. I have to talk to him. Because mm, even, even my cousins would like it too. Definitely. Um, they'd see a lot of their father in it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> my brother. Yeah. Uh, that's, so that's good. Two episodes of that left. Marvel's What If finished this week. Uh, we didn't watch it because we're four episodes behind. Mm. Apparently the last episode was very good and you need to watch it. Apparently like it's like something that will be referenced in the movies or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I've got it just muted on my socials so I don't see anything come don't up. Don't need to watch all the others though, do we? Well, you don't really have to, but there's only four of them. It's only two hours of your life. I'll watch them and you can just watch the last one if you want. <laughs> or just watch them all by myself mm. in my own time. I'll get to them. Um, but we did start last night um, Midnight Mass, yeah, which is a new show on Netflix. Isn't that a great show? Oh, really good. Yeah. Really sort of, you're just waiting for something. Yeah, I've heard the first two or three are really slow and then it's mm. like fucking like overdrive. Well, the, the end of the second one. Yeah, yeah, so that's kick up a bit. Oh, gee, something's yeah. going to happen. So we're two episodes in. There's only seven, so a limited series. Oh, yeah. uh, this comes to us from Mike Flanagan, really great horror filmmaker. He did Doctor Sleep, which was the Shining sequel. He's done another two series on Netflix as well, The Haunting of uh, Bly Manor and The Haunting of Hill House, which are both apparently very, very good. Um, and Netflix is almost like just letting him do whatever he wants now. Yeah. This stuff's so good. This is a project he's apparently been trying to shop around Hollywood for like 10 years or something. For like 20 years or something crazy, and he's finally been able to do it. Um, but it's very good, very good so far. Yeah, nice slow burn. Yeah, I love Zach. Horror. Zach Gilford. Oh, yeah, what was his name? Friday Night Live. Friday Night Lights. Um, QB quarterback. Yeah, Matt, Matt Saracen. Matt Saracen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that show. It was great. Yeah, it was a good show. For, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. yeah, so he's in it, and then a bunch of other people you'd, you'd recognize from things. Katie Siegel. I don't know her from anything, though. No, I sort of recognise her, I don't know. But anyway, it's very good if you're into that. Yeah. I've really become, I don't know what it is, but I've really become really into kind of horror stuff this year. Like, um, Got over your fear of it. I think so. I think when we did that, <laughs> when we did that um, marathon of all the uh, Conjuring films, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's almost yeah. like a cleanse where it's like, oh, I can deal with this now. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I love it. But I've always loved those Conjuring movies too. Yeah. And I was reading something. Because they got worse and worse. As yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but um, the, 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 I was reading the thing the other day. It's just like there's a difference between horror and terror. And this kind of thing is more terror. So terror 
is the feeling of fear that leads up to the horror. Right. And horror is the feeling that you get after the terror has been unleashed. Right, so okay. the feeling that you get like maybe – so the difference between is that something like this and maybe the conjuring or something really relies on that kind of terror feeling. And then maybe the like last 15 minutes of the movie is when it all unleashes. Oh, okay. Whereas a horror movie is like a slasher film. Slasher, and the whole and movie and is, <clears throat> the whole movie is just gruesome. It's just horror. It's just horrific. So I think I really like this kind of terror kind of stuff, the conjuring – that, um, that really fucking uh, Midsommar that we watched. Yep. That kind of stuff I'm really enjoying at the moment. So this is very good. Mm. Even The Outsider was a bit like that as well, horror elements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shining's like one of my favourite really movies enjoyed, ever. So. really enjoyed that, yeah. The Outsider. So there you go. I'm enjoying this kind of stuff at the moment. Recommend us anything else that's similar to this, but I would like to watch um, the two haunting series that he's done for Netflix too. Mm. Very good. But I love Doctor Sleep. It was terrific as well. Yeah. Shining sequel. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm. There you go. So that is uh, what we've been watching on Tally this week. Also, new this week um, was the Muppets Haunted Mansion. It's just gone on Disney Plus on Friday. Well, the time of recording this will go up tonight. This is the first like Muppets thing for a while that I really liked. <clears throat> um, the last thing they did last year was called The Muppets Now. It was dreadful. It was one of the worst things I've seen. And I called it at the time the worst Muppets ever. <laughs> it was the, it was actually like a series of YouTube shorts that they created where all the Muppets are like influencers. Miss Piggy is like a beauty influencer. The Swedish chef is like a food, yep. YouTube food guy. Kermit the Frog is like directing some shit. It's fucking awful. And then when Disney Plus came in, they were like, oh, we'll just turn these into a series and we'll string them together with like a random string. Fucking awful. Terrible. But this thing, Muppets Haunted Mansion, I mean, it's not great. But it's like the closest to like the classic Muppets that we've had for a while. Just like a really, it's like a 50 minute special, real variety kind of stupid Muppets humor. There's music, there's, it, they move, the, it's like set in the Disney Haunted Mansion from the theme parks. And as they go through the different rooms, it's almost like a different sketch. So it's very yeah. much like the classic Muppet stuff that I just love. Um, so I think it's the closest thing to classic Muppets we've had for a while. I think. I've said for a while, I think the Muppets are just a completely outdated mm-hmm. IP and it's just something that I think Disney have really struggled to make relevant and I don't know if they ever will make the Muppets relevant again, not only because that variety style is just completely irrelevant now, yeah. but also that even if you're aiming this at kids, I mean, originally it was an adult thing, the Muppets. It was like a novelty, but then over the years they become more watered down, become a kid's thing. But I think even now the novelty of like puppets and shit is just kids just don't give a shit. Mm. So now they're trying to, I think they're trying to rework it so it's more aimed at the adults again. They brought that variety flavour back. I think it's quite good. Because I, I know, they know it's older ones were simpler and easier. Yeah, exactly. Easier right. to please. Yeah. <laughs> Some kids are today. Yeah. It's 30 year old watching Kermit the Frog <laughs> and going, this is great. <laughs> and a 10 year old watching, oh, what's this shit? <laughs> so, did you saw some of it? I don't know if you saw much of it. No, I didn't. No. Don't. It, was, it was good. You probably wouldn't have enjoyed it that much. You're not a huge Muppet. Oh, I used to enjoy the I used to, cause I think it used to be on a Friday night, I think. I don't know, maybe. It used to be on here. Well, I used to enjoy it then. Yeah, it's good. That's all right. But, you know. It felt very similar to, like, Muppet's uh, Christmas Carol. That right, sort of okay. kind of, like, yep. feel to it all. Uh, but, yeah, that's quite good. So that's on Disney+. Plus. It's like a Halloween. It's their first ever Halloween special, which surprised me. Um, but, yeah, it's quite good. If you're a Muppets fan, check it out. I think you will enjoy it mm. for sure. 
So that is actually what a picture. Yeah. Good picture. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. What have you been watching? I don't know why I need to play the sound effect to play us out of Just a World Wars manager off. Yeah. Okay, so this is now time for <laughs> Madman Update. Time to relax. Ma- <laughs> yeah, with the Madman Update. <laughs> Um, with a bong. What are we, no, stop <laughs> it. We put it into this three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Madman update. That's it. End of the story. I don't know how many we watched this week. Three, maybe? Three. Must yeah. have been three. Sunday, Monday. Finished disc. <laughs> was it four? Last night. Maybe four. I think we watched quite a lot four. this week, yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and last night. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we also watched um, an episode of Sex Education. Yeah, because that's, that's right. for season three. Or two episodes which is good. of it. We've watched two, but we only watched one this week. Yeah. Which is a good show. So it's anyway, a very good show. Back to Muppets. Not the Muppets, Muppets. Mad Men. <laughs> You're a Muppet. <laughs> Mad Men, yeah. Mad Men. Um, Don's just getting worse, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's becoming more and more. Um, Philanderous. Yes. That's a good word for it. <laughs> yeah. Misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Yeah, all the. Horrible shit. Way out of touch with today's becoming a real standards. Becoming a real dog. Oh, and his wife too. Well, the wife has yeah, sort of like realised, oh, he's a bit of a knob. Yeah, so she's sort of flirting with a... Good on her. Fucking good on her. Flirting with uh, Danger too. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, no, a good show. That's still good. It is still a good show. Continues to be good every week. And um, and even even the episodes when they get a little bit slow and whatever, yeah. they're still good. They're still... They are still good. It's not like Dead would be like, fuck, hell, another slow one. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Because there's always something going on. Always something. And then the episode we watched you in the week oh, with no. the lawnmower. The lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, what a beauty. This is like the Deadwood moment where you finally get something that happens <laughs> where like the guy goes crazy and smacks someone's head uh. against a rock and rips someone's eye out. This was like the Deadwood moment <laughs> of awesome. Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't watched it, just... Shoot off for half a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where the, the episode they pull in a, they had a lo- ride on lawnmower in the office. Yeah. And they had a bit of a party, <laughs> and a couple of people were on it driving, and one of the secretaries decided to have a drive. Yeah. And she ran straight over somebody's foot and took yeah, it off. Blood went everywhere. <laughs> and then in the, the, it the, was hilarious. The rest of the episode is sort of just sitting around, and you see someone in the background, like cleaning all the blood off the windows, <laughs> and they're all just laughing about it. And then they sacked him. Because he didn't have a foot and couldn't go to work. Oh, yeah. Well, of course he didn't go to work. Get crutches and shit. How funny. Oh, funny, funny show. Oh, what a weird time that must have been I to know, live. I well, know. I did live, but I was only a kid. Young, yeah. Only a baby. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah. But no, it's still good. Bit of fun. Yep. Good show. It's a great So show. we're almost, we've got, what, four eps left of season yeah, yeah, three yeah, now? Yeah, because we've finished, what, it's a second disc or something. Yep. Three onto discs. The third onto, disc the, now. onto the third disc. So season three will be finished by this time next week, hopefully. Yeah. We'll get, get it out the way. Do you reckon we'll get the whole series finished before I go overseas? Well, it depends on when you go overseas, well, yeah, I exactly suppose. Right. If I'm to go away, like, around Christmas, Ooh, is that a challenge? It's <laughs> a challenge. It's a challenge. I'd like to have it wrapped up by Christmas. Finish, yeah, maybe by Christmas. I'll have to make a concerted effort to try and get four eps a week or something. Yeah, I reckon. I hope we don't get sick of it. How many shows do we binge and we don't get sick of? You just like smash through it. Yeah, but still another four seasons to go after this one. Mm. And there's there's bound there's got to be one season in there that's pretty. Season rank. seven has doubled. Season two as well. It's part one, part two, so it's double length. So it's like Jesus. yeah, it's long. 
Season rec- four is usually the shit I was going to say, I reckon it's going to be the next, either season four or five is going to be a bit bleh, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. I don't know how many changes they make. Don't know. How many changes they make throughout the next couple of seasons. Don't know, we'll find out. Mm. We'll find out in a few weeks actually because we'll be on to season four probably in a couple of weeks. Hopefully. Yep. So that's it for Mad Men. Uh, let's talk about our partner highlights of the channel very briefly. Of course, I always give a shout-out to my friends over at Random Space Media. They're doing great stuff, getting a lot of discs out there, officially licensed with the studios that would not usually be released um, generally to general yep. sale. Stuff like the Jumanji and the Spider-Man 4K plus 3D collections that they've got out, uh, the Resident Evil 6 movie 4K plus Blu-ray collection, all that kind of stuff. The DreamWorks collections, I've got most of the DreamWorks movies out on Blu-ray at the moment do, in like mini collections. Do we have the Resident Evil? Yeah, they sent them to me. Oh, did they? Oh, yep. okay. So we'll, watch, so we'll check them out. So the one I, we bought? You've done this. I think you've said this about three times. Oh, yeah. uh, Underworld. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think every time I old mention this, you, you say that. Yeah, there you go. Um, also, kicks.com.au, you can head over there. Uh, the code DAVE15 is still active. So you can use DAVE15 mm. to get 15% off your entire order over at kicks.com.au. Uh, that's store-wide, including pre-orders and sale product. How good is that? That was supposed to end last month, wasn't it? Yeah, it was supposed to end at the beginning of, next, uh, of last month, but it's still going. That's still good. active. Good. Keep good, going. Good. Maybe they've just forgotten to turn it turn Maybe. Button. Or maybe it's going so well, they're like, I'll just leave it. Yeah, fair enough. Who knows? Um, so that's that. Or other, I also got to, once again, shout out uh, Free Guy. Free Guy has just been released by uh, Dis- on Disney Disc. Uh, Disney has released on Blu-ray, 4K, DVD, digital, and it's also on Disney Plus in Australia and New Zealand. You can check that out. Um, I also have one copy of the Blu-ray to give away to upgrade your good day to a great day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hashtag free guy. If you head over to Instagram, I'm running the competition on Instagram. I'm probably going to just leave it open for a few more days, probably you know, in a midweek or something, and then I'll randomly draw it. So if you want to win it, you head over there. You'll find a picture of me dressed in my free guy merch and just literally. <laughs> the budgie smugglers. Too. And the budgie yeah, smugglers. Yeah, I'm yeah. wearing the budgies in that. In that. Yep. Um, just head over there. I've literally just said, if you want the Blu-ray, just tell me. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered trying to think of anything. No. So just a bunch of people are like, yes, please. So just go over there, enter it, and we will randomly draw it um, in a week or so, maybe on the next show, yeah. next episode. Yep. Do that. So it's good. It's a good movie, though. I really yeah, just leave that. it open short time. And if yeah. it gets on the get, go for it, go for it. And, yeah. Because it's, you know, like in the seeds, fresh as possible. Yeah, exactly right. It's a very good movie too. We enjoyed it. Yeah, we it was very, it, it's fantastic. We saw it when it first came out. Two Ryan Reynolds yeah. humour in it too, mm. which is great. Yeah. We saw it with the big watermark right across the screen. Yeah. So now we can watch it properly and check it out. Free Guy, Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, we can have digital, a, we can Disney+. Have a Plus. double feature tonight. Yeah. Free Guy and there Sopranos. Yeah, sounds good to me. Mm. Right, okay. So with that out of the way... It's now time for... Or... All right, all right, all right. Beautiful. This is our favourite segment of the show where we play a little game. Yes, we do. Which is called Shider All Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Essentially, we just uh, pull up... Well, actually, subscribers have been sending them in recently, so we don't have to pull them up. Uh, Little um, movies. (laughs) What am I saying? Put up a movie on IMDb. 
Uh, people have been sending us in the most obscure shit they can think of. And, and there's we, been some obscure shit. There really has. And this week I feel like there's going to be some more really obscure shit. And we have to guess. We each take three and we read the synopsis of the film to the other person. And we have to decide whether we think the movie is shite or all right, all right, all right. Simply based on the synopsis and nothing else. No title, no year, no character names. If they give the plot away, if it's a generic name like Bob, Bob goes to the supermarket. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, that's the game. Mm. We get one chance at having an assist yep. where we can read like the top three listed actors in the movie. Sometimes we use them, sometimes we don't. Yep, because we forget sometimes. Too. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and there's no real aim to this game. We just play it. That's <laughs> right. Um, okay, so we have had some more sent in this week. Actually, first up, um, Wacko Jacko, the world's worst manager, has sent over another drinking game for us. This is oh. the Shard All Right drinking game. Him and his bloody drinking games. And yeah. So this is the... Mentions f- about... Um, Sound effects. Sound effects and yep. one sounding like a bong. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which you keep running with, by the way. No, I don't. Um, okay, so this is the Shard All Right drinking game. You've got to take a drink. Uh, drink responsibly. But you've got to take a drink. Uh, well, that doesn't say. It could be Coke. It could be could be anything. Water. Yeah, you could drink whatever Fanta. you want. A fa- uh, you could have a, free, a sip from your free guy cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, wearing your free, free guy T-shirt. Yeah, and, and your free, free guy cap, yeah. Um, okay, so the the daily down of the podcast Shite or Right drinking game is one. If you guess the Shite or Right wrong, drink. So if you guess it and it's wrong, yep. drink. If the synopsis is reread, drink. Yep. If Devesh's name is mentioned, <laughs> drink. <laughs> uh, Devesh. Uh, if the segment ends, finish your drink. He just wants to get pissed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so there we go. Okay. I'm up for that, though. Huh? I'm yeah. up for that game. <laughs> so there you go. That's a drinking game sent in from uh, Wacko Jacko, the world's worst manager. He's also uh, submitted a shite all right this week. So has Sam B and Devesh. Take a drink. <laughs> from my free guy cup. Um, that actually, uh, so Devesh actually writes in this week, shit, I am so sorry. With a little laughing emoji and then sends another shot to a right. I don't think he's sorry, to be honest. Uh, he said, I, I will I will actually thank him, though, for last week's suggestion because he suggested the Love Witch, which looks oh, incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I actually tried to copy that on Amazon. Oh, have you? Yeah, through the global store. Did you buy it? I bought it, yeah. It's on awesome. the way. It's on the way. Oh, it's one of those ones stuck in customs or something. Yeah, well, yeah. it probably will be. <laughs> it went out like two days after I ordered so quickly. Awesome. Um, global store from the UK. It cost me probably a little bit much, $21 or something, but mm. we'll check it out. It looks quite good. So I will say thank you so much for that, Devesh. I do appreciate it. Sometimes it attracts then some of those Canadian ones too. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, because some of them sound really quite good. From who sends those in? Um, um, is it Tyson, I think, sends I in a lot of the Canadian ones? Remember. Yeah. Okay, uh, Jeff B., our, the world's worst scorekeeper, the official scorekeeper of the podcast. Now, he's supposed to send in the score sheet every single week. and um, Hasn't done it? Well, he hadn't done it until... Um, 25 minutes ago. Oh, you, you <laughs> yes, he actually did send it through. <laughs> said, it's come through. I was prepared to go absolutely mental. Um, it's actually funny. It goes, be careful with this message. 
Jeff has never sent you a message using this email address. Avoid replying to this email and, unless you contact the sender by other means to ensure that this email is legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> so Je- Jeff is using a different uh, different address here. And it's funny because he messaged me this morning, actually, and he said, I've done the score sheet. I'm just trying to think of some comedy to add into the into the email. Um, so I thought, geez, he's been trying to think of some comedy for like six hours. He's fallen asleep. Emails come through. He's not even written a message this week. <laughs> <laughs> he's run out of ideas. That's it. Uh. He's run out of ideas. But he has sent us through uh, the score sheet this week. So let's uh, let's open this one up. Uh, so I, I don't know. Unless it's hiding, looks safe. No, it's not hiding. It's um, he's he's not he's not written anything. The su- the subject is sleepy monkey. So sorry. <laughs> he's of course a little worker monkey working around his little <laughs> tricycle to make this podcast work. And he's tired because we're telling him to get, get back, back to, to work. work. Get back to work, and he's just tired. He's Don't stop pedaling. Yeah. Um. So yeah, literally nothing in the email this week. <laughs> he sat there for five hours and gone. Oh fuck, fuck it! I can't it. be bothered. So he sent me the. Uh, we, we, do yeah, appreci- funny. we do appreciate this. That's Jeff. funny in itself. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for sending this through, Jeff. I do appreciate it. Um, we let's have a look. I got to quickly look this over. We're we're tired again. Woo! Last week we were tired on. Thir- we were tired on thirty three last week. Don't tell me, Jeff. Jeff, mate, I think Jeff has sent. Jeff, you've sent the wrong one. He Jeff has sent one from two weeks ago. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. That's the comedy in itself. Oh, Jeff, you idiot. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jeff, man. Uh, yeah, he sent us an a, a outdated score sheet this week. I've got a feeling you might be one ahead. I'm not sure. Last week. Well, last week we were tied by 33. Yeah. We were tied 33 each. Yep. And I'm not sure how many we each got last week because um, Jeff is supposed to do the scorekeeping. I've got a feeling you got two and I got one. Right? I'm not sure. But we'll leave that up to Jeff next week to uh, to sort that out. But uh, all I do know is that I guess first this week, an email is just literally, no, that's not from Jeff. I thought, oh, maybe he sent something. And he's, he's heard me from, uh, no. Um, okay, so look, I'm going to guess first this week. That's all I know. And then Jeff will sort out the score sheet um, <laughs> next week. So, uh, thank you, Jeff. We appreciate it. Working so hard that he's just fallen asleep on the yeah, job. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so um, all right. You you're, going, you're going first. No, I'm ge- yeah, I'm guessing first. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, this one's from... Oh, one yeah, from? this one's from Devesh. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> yep. I've got this. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, Jesus. Documentary. Uh-huh. Uh, documentary that looks at the daily life of a pig and it's farm animal companions, two cows and a one-legged chicken. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> a documentary that looks right. at the daily life of a pig <clears throat> and its farm animal companions, two cows and a one-legged chicken. Because I've read it out twice. Yeah, I was going to say, drink. take a drink. Ah, from the free guy cup. Um, John Lennon, mate. Yep. Um... I'm going to say maybe you're right. It sounds like a fun little documentary. Do you want the cast? 
<laughs> yeah, no. No, that's not going to give me anything. I'm not going to waste my bloody thing on that. Fill the chicken or some shit. No, um, I'm going to say it might be all right. Saying all right? Knocko, yeah. It is, in fact. All right, yeah. all right, all right. It's called Gunda or Gunda or G-U-N-D-A. Oh, interesting. 7.4 goes from mm. an hour and a half. And the main... The main star of the show is Gunda as himself. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? Is a pig or something? He's a pig. Oh, he's a pig. What's he's the pig. picture? What's the picture? I feel like I might know it. Uh, yeah, I do. I was going to say it's like a picture of a pig on the on the poster. Yeah. There you go. I've heard of it. I didn't know what it was though. Yeah. I've seen that poster. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to read one out to you. This one comes into us from Sam B. Okay. A tough Russian policeman is forced to partner up with a cocky Chicago police detective when he is sent to Chicago to apprehend a Georgian drug lord who killed his partner and fled the country. Ooh, that sounds right. Oh, I'm going all right on You're that. You're going to go all right on yeah, that I'm one? Going all right on that. Um, okay. Sure? Yep. It is a... All right, all right, all right. It's sounding good right off the bat. Yeah, I watched this one earlier this year, actually. What is it? It's called Red Heat. Oh, yeah, yeah. stars yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and Jim Belushi. Mm-hmm. Really good. Very it good. It sounded like something I knew. Yeah. Um, and Schwarzenegger came to my head. Oh, there you go. So there you go. Red Heat. It is, it is very good. It's like an mm. action comedy uh, kind of thing. Really like that. There you go. Oh, that was good easy. Good job. That was an easy one. Yeah. Okay, your next one yep. is a young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after mm. a sexual encounter. Oh, oh this, one, this one, uh, this, I was going to say, this one's coming from Wacko Jacko, of course. Oh, of course it's yeah. got to be shit. Either him, uh, it'd either be him or Sam. Yeah, or Gary. <laughs> Gary sends in a lot oh, of shit he? ones, yeah. Uh, it's got to be shit. It's got to be shit. It's got to be shite. Be shite Has to be a shite. Oh, all oh, right, no. all right, all right. It's called It Follows. Oh, no. An oh, hour, you've heard of this. An hour 40. Brand is very good. Rating of 6.8. Oh. So that's got a pretty good rating. Is this the... I can't remember if there's a um, remake of something. I don't know. It Follows. I don't know. Is this a recent one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no, no yeah, yeah. I was looking at this one the other day thinking it looks all right, actually. Yeah. Oh, it looks quite good. There you go. Nobody in it that you really sort of know of, but... Uh, no. Couple of faces you sort of yeah. vaguely know, yeah. but so what's the rating on that? You said six, six eight. eight. Very good. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if I read out the rating on Red Heat. Did I? Uh, probably not. The rating is um, six one. So just just an all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll read you one now. Okay, okay. This one comes into us from Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Um, okay, uh, someone attends her own funeral and returns home suspecting that her husband had tried to do away with her and is also rightfully curious as to just who was the woman buried under her name. She learns uh, that the victim was a glamour girl, was a glamour girl with whom her husband had been having an affair. Complications come from her sister, who it turns out is not her real sister and also doesn't like her a whole lot, and from a dim-witted prizefighter, and from a dim-witted prizefighter. The family attorney, uh, Michael Dunn, stands around and provides little in the way of help or reason for being there until... dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like shit Do you want it again? <laughs> no, nah, it just sounds like crap <laughs> they've, they've gone to the 
great pains to try and explain it, and then it's just all over the joint. No, I'm going to say that that's not. You're really. going to say it's a shite. It could be a good film, but it's. Oh, I don't think it's a, good it's shite. a shite. You reckon? Yeah. It is. Oh, shite. Yeah. Actually, no. All right. Oh, all right, yeah. all right. It's like just. It's like six. Oh. I meant to press that. All right. All right. Like, all right. Sound. A bit convoluted. It's called Bury Me Dead. It's a film from 1947. Uh, June Lockhart, Hugh Beaumont, not really anyone really that big. Kathy O'Donnell. It's a lot of these IMDb synopsis, particularly for the more obscure stuff, were actually submitted by, um, by just random people. So, for example, this one's been submitted by Les Adams, and it's got his email address there, longhorn1939 at... Something or other. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Bury Me Dead, nineteen forty-seven. All right, one mm. more, for, one more for me. This one comes in to us from Tyson. Tyson, there you go. Four very different high school teenagers battle trolls, ghouls, and and a dark leader of them named Meldark in a video game that goes haywire oh. and and releases the battle into the real world. Oh. A bit free guy, isn't it? This is a little bit free guy, a little bit Jumanji, a little, a little bit, bit free, guy. free guy, hashtag free guy. <laughs> um, it's a little bit, sounds familiar to it. It's almost like that um, Future Man that we watched. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it could be like a cult thing. could be something that's absolute shite, but it could be like a cult. I'm going to say all right, but it's going to be Jack Just all right. It's going to be like a six or something. Yeah, I'm going to say all right. I'm going to say all right. I'm gonna say all right. All right, all right, all right. Oh, Sorry. no. Shite. <laughs> you pulled to me. Because I did that. Oh, yeah. Shite. Yeah. shot. Yeah, it's called Level Up. Oh, yeah. 4.4. Heard about this. 4.4. Mm. Who's in this one? Uh, Galian Connell. Oh. Connor Del Rio. Jesse T. Usher. Oh. Amy Carrera. So nobody really knows. Let me look at the uh, picture for that one. I feel like I... Uh... Oh, yeah. No, don't know it. I think this is probably another Canadian movie, is it? <laughs> um, another just bizarre kind of keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There somewhere. US. Yeah. Oh, so it's an American film. Yeah. What's that email? Nothing. Um, all right, so I've got one more for you. Yep. Okay, ja- this one comes in from Gary. Japanese. Gary World- Litterman? Yep. Yep. Japanese World War II soldiers stash a gold treasure in a cave in the Philippines forest after being attacked by a native tribe. Decades later, a ragtag team sets out to retrieve the gold. Sounds like one we watched recently. It does, actually, doesn't it? Give me a um, assist. You want assist? Uh, so the top three cast. Stuart Whitman. Edmund Purdom and Woody Strode. Doesn't help me nope. at all. It has also got Harold Sakata, who was Odd Job in, in uh, Goldfinger. Is that little guy that throws his no hat? No idea. Yeah, yeah, the little yeah, guy that throws yeah. his hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say all right. You say all right? Yeah. It is. Oh, I'm going to sit my nose in the mic there. In fact, I did hit my nose in the mic there. It is. Shite. Uh, Shite. That's bad. Shite. Yeah, this one's called Invaders of the Lost Gold. The original title was Horror Safari. It's got a 3.1. That's from 1982. That's the uh, 
picture right there. Oh. Yeah. Oof. So there you go. So um, that is this week's edition of... Shite. Or... All right, all right, all right. Cool. Um, Anthony, in fact, this week submitted an idea for a possible Shite All Right spin-off or substitute. Did he? Now, people are coming up with some ideas for some... Games that we could substitute it for at some point. Um, you know, um, I think Devesh was the one who suggested that we do one, which is like we um, give each other like an alternate name for a movie. You got to guess what the movie is. Oh, still yeah. trying to figure out how to get that going. Anthony suggesting um, there's a lot of films out there with the same title, but obviously the films out there, but the films themselves are different. If I told you the title "Safe" and read the synopsis. An affluent and unexceptional homemaker in the suburbs develops multiple chemical sensitivity. Would you know if it's the 1995 movie Safe or the 2012 movie Safe? I can't quite tell if this game is shite or right, but I'm sure it's a fun concept you can expand on. He says, all the best, Anthony, and calls himself the world's worst slipcover provider. <laughs> now he's the guy that's been just collecting some slipcovers for me. And oh, okay. Over. Yeah. So sounds pretty good. I like that. So we're just trying to figure out I don't know if people are loving Shider All Right so much or they want to mix it up a little bit every now and then. Let me know because I really do want to know if you're getting tired of the same segment every single week or whether you'd like some mix it up. Write down if you're on YouTube, write down in the comments. If you're listening, send me an email at davidlepod at gmail.com. Just let us know. The feedback is always, always like always the feedback helpful. to help us make the best show possible. Um, and at that, that is the end of that segment and it is now time for your favourite, because you like the theme. Trailer Trash. And I'm from Trailer Trash stock. Yep. <laughs> you love it. Okay, so we're going to take a look at this. This is a trailer. We're going to just like a very brief look. I tried to find... There's not that many trailers this week, actually. Um, so we're going to take a look at the trailer for a new film which is called Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. This is a reboot of the Resident Evil franchise, uh, which we were talking about earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it's a a complete reboot. It's an origin retelling. It's based on the first two games that came out back in the day. Production on this one started like literally straight after they finished the last franchise. Like I can reboot it. Oh so I started God. the reboot like right, right away. James Wan was attached oh, was he? to this at one point and then dropped out. Oh. So that really tells you how great this is going to be. Mm. It stars Kaya Scottolario, who was in the last Pirates of the Caribbean film, Hannah John Carmen, who played Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's got Robbie Amell, who was Fred in a couple of really shitty straight-to-DVD <laughs> Scooby-Doo movies, uh, Tom Hopper from Game of Thrones and the Umbrella Academy, and Neil McDonough, who you know from a whole yep, bunch of television stuff. Yet. Um, we're going to take a look at this. I always think he's Australian. Yes, that's that guy. <laughs> it's that guy, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a look at this. It is, uh, once again, called Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Keep in mind, we've never watched a single Resident <laughs> Evil film in our lives, but we're going to have a look at this because we're going to at least get one trailer trash in every week. Let's do it. Every story has a beginning. Discover the origin of evil. What the? Okay. 
Yo, Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Mm. <clears throat> don't know. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> so it looks like it's a well-made film, but it's just like oh. gore and guts and shit. It's just... Yeah, it's a bit much. And it's, strong. It's, rated, it's rated R in America, which means it could be anywhere between an MA and an R here. Mm-hmm. Strong violence and gore and language throughout. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really look like my kind of thing. No. It's like a horror film, not a terror film. Yeah. Looks okay, though, surprisingly. Um, it's not, not, nothing I'm going to rush out to see, though. It looks beautifully shot and lit and all that sort of stuff. Well, arguably. But then, oh, no, for the type of film it is. Mm. Special, special effects aren't that great on it. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard to pass judgment off something like that. Well, exactly, when we don't really know anything about the source or... No, never, never played the game and not watched the That's movies. That's what I mean, yeah. Got to watch the movies. Yeah, well, I would like to watch the the older movies. I think they're a bit different to that. They seem more like Tomb Raider-y kind of thing. Yeah. I could be completely wrong, but it kind of feels like... a blood and gore and guts. Probably, but it feels like a more <laughs> fantasy kind of yeah. thing, uh, opposed to this, which looks but, like it's more like straight horror. Mm, the sort of feeling I get from the original ones are sort of more in that sort of... It's almost a Matrix type, Matrix world, like a, a like an alternate world, or yeah. So I mean, like a fantasy sort of mm. thing, as opposed to like a straight up horror movie. But again, we have not watched those original movies, so it could be completely wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But there you go. That's uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Opens in the US on November twenty fourth, Australia on November twenty fifth, and the UK on December third. Mm. So there you go. I won't be rushing out. No, me either. Oh, We've got to watch thought. the other movies. Yep. And then if we really like them, we'll probably go, well, we may as well watch the reboot. What is that? What the hell is that, man? I don't know. Sounds pretty serious, Yeah, though. it does. Oh, it's breaking news. Oh, of course That's it what is. it is. <laughs> it's a breaking news. We've got a little bit of news this week. Not a lot of it breaking. Um, but we'll quickly go through some of this. Looks like it might be a, a shortest show this week, actually. Oh, cool. Which is nice. A little Can bit of news. Uh, afternoon napping early. Oh, yeah. While I continue toiling onto the edits for the rest of the <laughs> evening. Um, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, is open at the box office. Who do you reckon? you reckon it did really well, or do you reckon it fucking absolutely flopped? I reckon flopped? it tanked. You reckon? Yeah. Well, in fact... Venom has broken pandemic-era box office records. Really? Yeah, it opened to $90 million in North America and crossed $100 million on Tuesday, meaning it's the biggest three-day opening so far. Um, According to The Hollywood Reporter, it is also the first sequel during COVID-19 to exceed the opening of the preceding film. In 2018, Venom started off with $80.2 million domestically and crossed $100 million in its sixth day. Venom has done it during a pandemic in three days. That's because people are starved and they just want to get out and watch something. Yeah, probably. Well, this has gone straight to cinemas, so there was no video-on-demand option, no streaming option, anything. Um, And, um, well, people really do love the first one. It's like a real cult sort of thing now. People love it because it's just so dumb and so stupid. Um, It made 25 to $30 million more than they were expecting. So it came in ahead of expectations. You just know this means it's going to be a third one. Yeah, Absolutely exactly going right. to be a third one. Um, to, uh, the Hollywood Reporter goes on to say, for the first time during the crisis, pandemic, 
Domestic box office revenues came in less than 15% behind the same weekend in 2019. On the same weekend two years ago, superhero sensation Joker opened to $96.2 million. Venom 2 marks the second best October launch of all time behind Joker, indicating that the movie-going returned to some semblance of normal over the weekend. My God. I can't believe that. Yeah. Sony chief Tom Rothman said when commenting on Venom 2's opening take, with apologies to Mr. Twain, whoever that is, the death of movies has been greatly exaggerated. Movies aren't dead. No. I think what they're meaning is like the, the cinematic experience. Yeah, yeah. People have been saying, no, this not. is it. This is the end of cinemas. It's all going to be streaming from now on. We've said it a few times. Yeah. Because um, it's just been so... Because you'll have that option. Yeah. But again, this goes to show that movies are still going to make good money when you give people that single option. Yeah. And people are comfortable to go to the cinemas. And I think people are, I guess, certain portions of America are comfortable just to go back to the movies again. Mm. Uh, in comparison with that, uh, Sean Shi uh, has become the first film in the pandemic era to cross two hundred million at the North American box office. Wow! Uh, didn't open on Disney Plus, so it's got that. So people were forced to go to see it at the cinemas. Whether you agree with that or not, it's a whole different argument. Yep. Which we could go down a rabbit hole for half an hour. Yeah, you're not gonna do that. No, <laughs> um, it does make you wonder how much better Black Widow would have performed if it didn't have that Disney Plus option, and it. plus. That or that millions of tens of millions of dollars Disney had to fork out to Scarlett Johansson because yeah, they right. did yeah. put it on Disney Plus. Mm. Um, that could have done very, very well. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter says more recently, Sean Shi passed up Black Widow to become the top grossing release of the pandemic era in North America. Black Widow tapped out at 183.4 million domestically and 379 million worldwide. Um, so this has made like close to $20 million more, uh, Sean Shee than Black Widow did. Mm. And again, Black Widow had that Disney plus option. Yeah. We still haven't got Sean Shee here. Nope. Still waiting. Still waiting to see it. It goes on, uh, Disney plus November 11th, I think, or November 14th. I think, it, I, can't, I think it's the 11th. So we'll probably see it on Disney plus before we have the chance mm. to see it anywhere else probably. in the cinema, which is a bit disappointing, but yeah, I'm going to do what you can do. James Bond. Number 25, it's only open in the UK so far. It opens in the US this weekend, I think. Uh, it opened to $6.6 million in the UK and Ireland on Thursday and took in a two-day foreign total of $22 million. Uh, it's the third highest opening day of the franchise overall. God. 14% ahead of Spectre, which was the last film, 30% behind Skyfall, which is like the highest-grossing James Bond film of all time, mm. uh, not adjusted for inflation, I believe. Hollywood Reporter says, additionally in the UK, No Time to Die now holds the highest single-day gross in September, the highest single day of the pandemic, and the highest single day since Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker opened in the holiday period of December 2019, just before the pandemic. Um, They're saying No Time to Die will easily surpass $26 million through Sunday in the UK, which will be a pandemic-era best for the UK. Overall, internationally, it's expected to rake in anywhere from eighty to one hundred million dollars. Though predictions are tough because of the pandemic. Mm. It's a Hollywood Reporter. Germany. It opened in Germany to an outstanding two point eight million on Thursday, which is the biggest opening day of the pandemic and the second biggest of all time 
in Germany. Second biggest of all time in Germany behind German film Fuck Jewel Goth. <laughs> uh, two, actually. Mm. Fuck, fuck Jewel Goth 2. Oh. So this weekend, we've had an, a fucking enormous weekend at the box office. Mm. People are back. Yep. People are Sounds going back it. to cinemas. And we were saying last week, will we ever see a billion-dollar movie again? Yeah, I reckon we will. I reckon we will. Mm. It's going to slowly, slowly, slowly go back. I think, I think what's going to be a real big, interesting indicator will be how well Spider-Man performs when it opens in December. I think that's going to be the real test. And because that's Sony, that won't go to Disney Plus, and Sony don't have their own streaming service. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. That's going to be the interesting one. Venom one surprises me. Yeah. Well, if Venom's done that well, how well is Spider-Man going to do? Well, is Spider-Man still a desirable character? Of course he is. Yeah. That Spider-Man fucking No Way Home trailer is the most viewed Marvel trailer oh, really? of all time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe behind Endgame. Maybe behind Endgame. Or maybe it beat Endgame. I can't remember. But, yeah, fucking people love Spider-Man. People mm. love Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like the biggest superhero in the world. Fair enough. People love him. So I reckon that's going to be the big that's going to be the big one. I suppose if you're a Venom fan you're going to love it. Yeah. But that's what but this is what I mean. You know. If Venom has who is a Spider-Man villain as an offshoot Spider-Man character, yeah. if yep. Venom's done that well, Spider-Man is going to fucking busters. That's going to be interesting. So I yeah, think, it will be. I think. So when's it? Sorry, when's Spider-Man? Like December. December. So I think, um, I think it just goes to show that if the studios don't give viewers an option, if yeah. they're like, "Fuck, you got to go to the cinemas," that's it. Mm. Uh, these movies are still going to be making money now. Uh. Now we're, we're rearing towards the end of the pandemic. Well, not the end of the pandemic, but people are vaxxed and the world's reopening. So, yeah, exactly. You know. Mm, interesting. Um, Variety has exclusively reported this morning that apparently there's a WandaVision spin-off in the works uh, based on the character of Agatha Harkness, who was the witch, remember, the villain mm-hmm. of the series, Catherine Hahn, and they reckon it's in development at Disney Plus from Marvel Studios starring Catherine Hahn. Variety has learned this exclusively from its sources. Hahn would reply, reprise the role of Agatha Harkness in the series which is described by sources as a dark comedy, though exact plot details remain under wraps. WandaVision head writer Jack Schaefer would serve as the writer and executive producer on the project. Should the spin-off go forward, it would be the first project Schaefer has set up with Marvel since she signed an overall deal with them and 20th Century Television in May. As well, uh, um, as with all the projects in development, Marvel Studios is staying mum on this one. Reps for Schaefer and Hahn did not immediately respond to Variety's request for comment. Mm. So there you go. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Now this is actually what Catherine Hahn. She's good. She was she was yeah. great as Agatha Harkness. Terrific mm. in that role. Um, this is interesting. This is uh, recently Victoria Alonso, who's been with Marvel Studios from the beginning. Um, she was recently promoted to president of physical and post-production visual effects, visual effects and animation production. She was, but she was previously the executive vice president of production. So now she's been moved to a president role in the company. She recently said in an interview that Marvel has 31 projects in active development. Jesus. That's a yep. lot of production that, going on that what well, i would imagine that stuff that's like actively in production doesn't 
doesn't count all the other stuff that's being, you know, talked about and mm. pitched and specced and there's like active development. Yeah. But if you think about it, you've got three or four Marvel movies a year and you've got three or four Marvel series a year. This is only like three or four years worth of projects. 31. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, <laughs> How true. mad is that though? Wow. That's a lot going on. I know. What are their staffing levels? I don't know. Massive. Must be huge. They've got all the 31, pro- 31 projects in development. How do you over? How do you oversee that? How do you logistically like keep a watch over that? Kevin Feige must be the hardest working man in the world yeah. to be like all these moving parts on all these different projects. Well, you'd obviously and, have you know heads of departments well, and stuff, and they'd yeah. all be reporting back to him, and they'd sit and they'd yeah. brainstorm it. And it's crazy. You go first, then you go, then you go, then you go. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah, it's wow. It's mad. So, but they've yeah. obviously got some sort of, what would you call it, map that they're working well, obviously, from. Obviously, yeah, we've seen it. He's shown that yeah. before, actually. Yeah. But they're like, oh, yeah, this is. Like this has to got. go before that because yeah, this yeah. ties into that and that's got to go before yeah, yeah, that yeah. because. Yeah. Well, that sort of shit. But you know? you've, got all, you've got 31 projects in development at this one time, which means even yeah. though it doesn't really, I don't think the sequencing really matters, it's like we've got these 31 projects which are now in some sort of stage of whether it's, Post like pre-production being filmed, principal production, post. That's what yeah. I mean. Scripted concept stuff, or whether it's in production being filmed, whether they're post-producing, they're editing, etc. There's 31 projects which are currently being developed in some form, and that's crazy. But what you got to think about is that Marvel Studios is not just a franchise; it's a literal studio. Yeah, like we're right. talking about a literal film studio that specifically develops films based on the Marvel canon. So when you break it down, you're like, well, Disney, Walt Disney Company, has probably got about 30 movies in production at the moment anyway. Animated films, live action films, etc., etc., or like Universal or Warner Brothers. You have to look at Marvel Studios as just another studio, studio. that's just making, making content. Mm. And it's a bit weird because I think it's really probably the first studio, like major studio, that just makes movies based on one IP. Mm. So you can't just look at it as a franchise, like, oh, this franchise is making... Th-. No, it's an actual studio that just specifically makes movies based on these characters, these stories. So in that respect, it's not as weird, but there's still a lot of stuff to yeah. be overseeing. Yeah. Mad. That's sort of a bit like, you know, Stan Lee would have had several... Well, you're exactly right. ...several storylines and comics and stuff going at the one time. Yeah, and- yeah. Yeah. And all that sort of shit. So it's probably no different. That's just on a bigger scale. That's yeah. all. More money involved. All that sort of shit. There you go. But once they've got their once they got, they've got their um, their map sorted mm. out, yeah, it'd be fairly. Well, oh, it I, wouldn't be easy. Well, I don't know. Be... I don't know if it's about that. I don't know if it's about like all the logistics of how the movies are coming out. I think it's just like we've got thirty-one movies that are in production at the moment. How do you oversee thirty-one? Yeah, but films that's, that's, being that's made. what I'm saying. Once you've got once you've got your map sorted out. Mm. It would almost tell you how it has to be done. Mm. It's like it's like it's like you know when I was in the studio and I had yeah. five or six different jobs going at the one time. Mm. It was dictated to you not by the client. It was dictated by timelines and stuff mm. like that. So you'd have to you have to have your map sorted out. And once you got your yeah. map sorted out, it would be okay. Well, this has to go before that. That has to go before that, etc., etc., etc. So then you would you would staff up yeah. each different. Sections. Yeah, I so once that's once that's sorted out, mm. 
Um, it's just a matter of overseeing it, making sure everything's on time. Yeah, but and, that's the crazy. And that's where you have that's what I think department is, heads. That's you? what I think is the crazy thing. You've got thirty-one yeah. projects. No matter what what phase of production they're in, what no matter where they need to be released or whatever, no matter your timeline, I just think it's a crazy concept to be like, we've got thirty-one things in production at the moment. Yeah, and you need to be like watching over it all, and that's uh, mad. But like I said, I don't think it's probably no different to. Warner Brothers Studios yeah, exactly or something right. probably making like however yeah. many movies a year and uh, television. And, and, and could you imagine their production meetings? <laughs> they'd have production. Man. They'd have a production meeting with a couple hundred people in oh, there. Oh, yeah, exactly. They'd have to. They'd Man. have to have it in a in a, in you know an in the house theater or something yeah. like that. I'd love to see. I'd love to be. I, I'd love. To, I would just love to see. Kevin Feige's like schedule for a day. Oh, I've got, I've got a meeting for the Eternals this morning for two hours, and I got a meeting for Hawkeye, and then I've got a meeting for oh, there's some people are going to come and pitch some Disney Plus series that we might do in a couple of years' time. Oh, now I've got to go and do a meeting for uh, you know Black Widow. Now I've got to go yeah. do a meeting for for a Spider Man. Now mm. I've got to go do a meeting with you'd just be like fucking mad. Oh, now we're going to talk about like an animated thing. Oh, let's like, it's just mad. Well, so you but. I could imagine that he would have like a production meeting where they would have, you know, department heads from every film. Well, yeah. In, oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that everybody knows where everybody else is Oh, yeah, is I get at. that. That's but, what I would but, be doing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that he would have this schedule where he would be having meetings yeah, his for own different personal movies. Schedule. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I think I'd just love to see what that schedule is like. Yeah. Like, it'd be crazy. Yeah, it would be, it'd be mad. Well, just anyone there, even Victoria Alonso or just yeah. any one of those, like, Heads at the studio just just have to look at that schedule. And be like, it's nuts, and that's where a good assistant comes in. <laughs> exactly right, you know, or a dozen of them. I mean, you know, you've worked in the studio with me, mm. and if I don't have a good assistant with me, well, it's it can all go to shit pretty quick because his assistant does all the running around and all the yeah. scheduling and all that sort of stuff, and that'd be no different, mm. you know. Yep, that's right. Anyway, so that's mm. interesting. We've got a lot of good stuff to look forward to over the next few I'd years. I'd love to sit in on one of those production that'd meetings. Be great, God, that'd be good. That'd be interesting. Very interesting. Uh, here's something really funny that's happened this week, actually. Now, Amazon, um, Sony was supposed to release Hotel Transylvania 4, Transformania, on October 1st for Halloween. But they recently sold it to Amazon back in August for $100 million. They didn't give it to Netflix. They've palmed off a few of their more recent films, Netflix, um, Mitchell vs. Machines, Vivo and Wish Dragon all went to Netflix. And Netflix pretty much released them at the time that Sony was like had planned to release them. Uh, so Sony sold off Hotel Transylvania 4 to Amazon. They didn't really announce a release date, but people just assumed that Amazon would stick to the release date, which was October 1st, mm-hmm. prime for a Halloween movie about... Dracula and Frankenstein and Wolfman and all, all their mates, Invisible Man, etc. Kids Halloween movie. They're going to release it on October 1st. October 1st comes and there's no movie. So you didn't release the film. <laughs> <laughs> People are, were really mad. They were like, what the hell is going on? Someone tweets into Amazon and says, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sony, you disappointed my children by not releasing Hotel Transylvania 4 in theatres. And then Prime, you didn't release it today like you were supposed to. My kid is bawling now. She's been looking forward to, uh, to it for months. She cried. <laughs> oh, uh, how legitimate Crow that is, up. who knows? <laughs> um, Amazon, help said, Amazon Help replied and said, Hello, we're sorry for the disappointment, but Hotel Transylvania 4 did not get released from the studio today as it was scheduled to be. As soon as it's been released, we'll be airing... Uh, it to you. Stay tuned. 
the thread is so funny. If you can find the thread, it is hilarious. There's all these people like, my child died because you didn't release this movie. <laughs> or my child went on a shooting spree because you didn't release this movie. Just all these crazy shit. It's, it's one of the funniest things. Uh, one one was like, my child is Prince because of this movie. And Amazon's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear this. Let us know how you can help. And they post a picture of Prince. It was like, no, my child legitimately transformed into Prince, the artist <laughs> formerly known as Prince. Just, just weird shit. So people just end up trolling Amazon. So one of the funniest threads, if you can, if you can find it. Um, but how weird is this? Um, they came back a couple of days later and they announced that they're going to release the movie. People were thinking, well, they'll probably release it sometime in October. Because it's a Halloween film. Yeah. They came back a couple of days later, like, hey, we're going to release it January 14 next year. Oh. <laughs> Why would you do that? I have no idea. There's obviously production issues with it. Well, I don't know. I think the movie's finished. I think the film's finished, but maybe it's not. Maybe they are still trying to fix it. Well, obviously, Adam Sandler's not in it. He didn't come back. Neither did mm. Kevin James. They've got replacements for the voices. It does sound like a bit of a clusterfuck of a movie. Um, but. Theories are maybe Amazon just forgot, which is probably very unlikely. Um, did they just decide not to? They decided to release it some other time for some reason. Have Sony maybe not given them the movie yet? Have they not done the handover of the film yet? Have the funds not cleared? Amazon's hundred million dollars. Has Sony not got the movie, so they haven't given them the? Mm. Uh, have has so- Amazon not given them the money, so they haven't been given the movie? There's just so many factors that could be at play in this, but it just seems so dumb. Then yeah. you have like this movie that is primed for Halloween. Oh, exactly right. That you've gone now will release it three months later yeah. next year in January, like Christmas season still. I mean, you just wouldn't do it. No. You'd hold on to it for another year or you would <sighs> release it in October for Halloween. Okay, that said though, the movie was actually originally supposed to be released in December. Uh, sorry, in February, tw- uh, yeah, February 2019, they'd scheduled it to be released December 22, 2021. In April 2020, the film was pushed forward to August 2021. In April 2021, the film was pushed again to July. And then in June, the movie was scheduled to October. So it was never really Mm. supposed to be a Halloween movie. Mm. It was never actually going to be released around Halloween. But they had this Halloween slot, and they just paid $100 million for fucking Hotel Transylvania 4. This is one of the highest fees that's been paid to acquire a film for a streaming service. Fucking release it for Halloween. Mm. Put it on the streaming service for Halloween. People are going to watch sense. it. It makes sense. Who's going to watch it in, J- in January? Oh, exactly right. Hotel Transylvania 4, for <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> well, there's one of you better than a couple of the others. Yeah, well, oh, they were bad. Right, I mean, they were okay. Yeah. The first one was good. Yeah. They've all been pretty good, yeah. actually. I like the last one. It was, but, uh, but they're just like. It's not something I'm excited over. No, exactly. It's like right. put it out at Halloween. I might watch it. Actually, yeah, that's true. That's and right. They're like, oh, well, yeah. you've got to, it's Halloween. I mean, you don't put out a Christmas film in bloody, you know, September. Yeah, exactly. You bring it out in November, December. Yeah. It's just like, like, like I would have it's gone. Nuts. I would have actually thought it's Halloween season. Amazon has just released it, Hotel Transylvania Four. We may as well watch it. Now they're going to release it in January. I'm like, I don't really. I'm like, I have no impetus to watch it. Mm. Like but, away. So, but it but it has, you know, less relevance here, I suppose. Because yeah, we don't yeah, exactly. really yeah. we don't really celebrate Halloween. No. It's not our thing. But in the States yeah, I love which it. is, you know, a little bit, bit of a, yeah. bit of a bigger market. And the UK, that's where Halloween well, the UK, began. U, yeah, UK is huge there, yeah. isn't it? And the yeah. UK. Halloween. Halloween. Well they started there. in England, yeah. Did it really? Yeah. No that 
I'm sure we've been over that before. We've as well. probably, probably, <laughs> we probably have. Well, anyway. It started in, in the UK and then America took it. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we, we do it all the time. Yeah, well. From New Zealand, we claim all the New Zealand stuff. Oh, yeah, it's ours. No, what do you mean, Neil? Sam Neil. Sam Neil's Neil, <laughs> Australian, isn't he? Uh, but yeah, I think Crowded that's. Just, are Australian? Yeah. Russell Crowe, yeah, Mel, Mel, Gibson. Well, Mel Gibson's Australian, of course. Yeah, of course he is. From uh, <laughs> a little bit further out. What was he born in? Florida, America, Florida somewhere, or yeah. Something, something, or LA or something. Something, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's crazy. But who knows? That, Like I said, there are so many factors that could come into play. Maybe they just, so, Sony hasn't given the movie yet. Maybe you're right. Maybe the movie's still having production issues and not finished. Probably. Who knows? It's, all, it's either going to be that or it's going to be financial. Yeah, for sure. A financial Because thing. there's no reason you would pay $100 million for a movie in August that's like a Halloween film and not release it oh, in October. Exactly right. It's just, it's just, just nuts. Just a, and if, if they've just decided, no, we'll put it in January, that's a dumb business decision. Yeah, that's exactly so dumb. Right. But anyway, hey, that's the end of that segment. Let's take a couple of subscriber questions and round it out. A nice early one, which is good. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes it takes us 20 minutes to get through subscribers. Yeah, that's <laughs> But let's true. just get let's just whiz through them. All right, Mr. Josh has yes. sent one in. I have a Blu-ray-related question. Yeah. When buying a movie series, uh, for example, Fast and the Furious, do you go for a collection box set or buying each movie individually? I'm trying to figure which one is best for my collection. Uh, it just comes depends. down to money. What's well, other money or it just depends? Yeah. Like if you are... For example, the Marvel movies, we're buying them as they come out. Yep. So then by the time the box set comes out, it's like, there's no point buying the box set, we've got them individually. Yeah. But if they've initially released, maybe it's like a catalogue title, like say, for example, when they released all the Christopher Nolan movies on 4K, they released them individually and in the box set. Actually, did they? Yeah, they did. They released the box set and they released them individually, or Harry Potter. Mm. Actually, this is a good example. Um, The Nolan ones, I wanted the 4Ks, I was like, which one do I get? The box set, the individuals. Box set was far cheaper. Bought the box set. Yep. Harry Potter, the box set came out and the individuals. It's cheaper for me to buy the individuals. Bought the individuals. Mm. And it just it comes down to that. Yeah. Or, for example, if they only release a box set and then six months' time they're going to release the individuals, buy the box set. Yeah. But a lot of box sets are like, particularly if you go through like Random Space Media or something, for like that nine-movie Fast and Furious collection that you can get over there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cheaper, far cheaper than buying them individually. Yeah, yeah. In some cases, some box sets, there'll be movies in there that are out of print, like their Jumanji box set, which got the three Jumanjis plus uh, Zathura. Mm. You can't get Zathura individually, so you buy the box. There's just yeah, so many different yeah. facts. I think it just really comes down to money. And even storage space and stuff, oh, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, sometimes. if you can buy a box set that's got, you know, nine nine movies in what is essentially three mm. Blu-ray cases. Yeah, exactly. Or do you buy the nine Yeah. Blu-rays? Well, they did that with the Marvel ones. They did the Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3 box sets, and it's like 12 movies each in like a little case. Yeah. Box, as yeah. opposed to like half a shelf. Because do they do those, those flip-out? Marvel. They, well, any any of them. Because the, the, they really don't do those yeah, sorts Yeah, well, over in America they do a lot of that kind of stuff. But here it's usually just the cases inside a box. Yeah. Or like a slimline box just yeah. with the little flip thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it really just depends. <clears throat> as you know, as you said, you, you can yeah. get a box. You can get a box set that might have extra disc in it or features, yeah, yeah. or you know, it might have. As you said, the, um, 
What was it? We had the extra film in it. It's out of print, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All that so, sort of yeah. stuff. So, so actually, the Harry, just, Potter, just the Harry Potter one, it didn't have the bonus feature discs in the box set, but it did in the individuals. Right. And then the individual was cheaper anyway. So that was my... Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, next. Tom Bodone. Bodane. 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 Sorry, Tom. Excuse me. Is there any horror movie which has a premise mm. that intrigues you but you're too scared to watch? Probably that uh, hereditary we've been putting off for ages. The one that's made by that the – I don't know, but it sounds awful and everyone says it's awful. Like as in like really scary. So the yeah. same guy who did Midsommar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that like a haunted, creepy. it's like a haunted house thing, but apparently it's very like full on. That's probably it. Mm. Yeah. Next one, Razor Hider. Oh, this is a long one. Yeah. Here we go. Let's see if I can get through it. <laughs> why? Why is it that Disney's movies always get cropped down to two, 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 three, nine, two, three, to, nine one. to one yeah. widescreen for home media? When a lot of their movies in recent years have IMAX expanded scenes, such as Beauty and the Beast, uh, many MCU movies since 2017, and especially Infinity War and Endgame, considering those were promoted as the first Hollywood feature film to be shot entirely in IMAX digital cameras. Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. <laughs> Shang-Chi uh, was filmed entirely at an aspect ratio of one, 1. 1.9 to 1. Uh, and the Blu-ray specs says it's being cropped to two two thirty-nine to one, yeah. two point three nine to one. Why is this? Meanwhile, at Warner Brothers, almost almost all their movies get their IMAX scenes, uh, and now with the Suicide Squad being also one point nine to one, <laughs> it is uh, it is keeping its larger picture for home media. The only Disney movie that didn't get cropped recently was Lion King in 2019, Mm -hmm. thankfully. And as uh, the full picture looked, uh, as the full picture looked beautiful, it would have been another tragedy if that had gotten cropped. So again, why does Disney not release IMAX expanded or entirely filmed IMAX camera movies in home media with the correct aspect ratio when other studios like Warner Brothers and Paramount do it for almost all of theirs? Simple answer. The IMAX ratios are not the correct aspect ratio. These movies are filmed, and you will find most movies are filmed with a larger aspect than what they actually have in the end and then are cropped down in the editing space. But they are framed for for their particular... So you might have a full frame. So, for example, you're filming the movie in a full frame but then you release it in a – so you might be filming it in 16.9, yep. but then you crop it down to like a um, sort, sort of like a, a letterbox yep. um, for for the cinema. So every movie is filmed with this kind of safety net right? and then cropped down later. The IMAX stuff is l- quite literally just an expansion on your on what you've filmed. They, li- they just essentially don't crop that top and the bottom out of it. What you're getting is just – Fluff, really. Like, if you've compared the IMAX ratio to the 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 regular aspect ratio, you don't get much more. Um, and these movies are particularly framed for... They're not framed for the, the IMAX ratio when they're being filmed. They're being framed for a regular cinema aspect ratio because that is the most widely distributed form for these films. Right. And the IMAX form is just like an additional, like, oh, you can go and see it with expanded ratio or whatever. Mm. So when it goes to home media... It is going to home media with its originally intended 
correct aspect ratio. Just doesn't have those additions top and bottom. Right. Um, with Infinity War and Endgame, they were both filmed in IMAX cameras. The rumor is again, though, the IMAX, uh, the IMAX ratio versions were a special edition of the film. It was not the, you know, they were not widely as widely distributed in IMAX as they were in the standard, like letterbox format. The rumor behind that is that IMAX apparently owns the rights to the IMAX version of those movies. So Disney oh, can't okay. release it because the whole movie is in IMAX instead of just some scenes. The rumor is that IMAX owns them and they, right. can't, they can't be released by Disney. A lot of the Marvel movies actually did get the IMAX ratios on Blu-ray, but it was only on the 3D version. Oh, really? Stranger, yeah. Oh. So up until recently when they stopped doing 3D. Mm. Uh, but the, the Infinity War Endgame didn't have the IMAX um, option on the 3D. So anyway, that's the short version of it, is essentially these movies are filmed for a regular cinema screen and then later that extra stuff is just added on. And that's not, that is never, don't ever think of the IMAX ratio. Just to get that extra stuff, that is never the correct aspect ratio. The director, the cinematographer, the editor has framed it for a regular cinema screen yep. then added extra junk for IMAX. So mm. what you're getting on your disc is is the real aspect. Um, Lion King, for example, don't think of that as an IMAX ratio. That was just literally filmed in a full frame. That is the right. way that went out to all cinemas. That is, the, that is the aspect ratio, but because it went into IMAX, it looked bigger. Right. Yeah. So that's why that has then been released on physical media as like that. Oh, yeah. So don't get, it's not something to get too worked up about. Because the IMAX version is not the official correct version of the movie. The one that goes widely to cinemas is. That's what you're getting. Intended by the filmmaker. Intended by the filmmaker. So when you think of it that way, you're like, okay. Mm. Um, As for why Warner Brothers does it, I don't know. Because um, Zack Snyder recently did his Snyder cut of the um, Justice League, which essentially gets cut down to a a 4-3 image. Mm. And when you watch that at home, it's like a 4-3 image of... Just yeah, as it's like yeah. tiny in the middle of your screen. It's like, I don't want that. Give me the fucking crop it down. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, there you go. Oh. The long and short answer. Yeah, bit what we do when we take shots. Yeah, pretty much. Leave extra space around it. Yeah, and then you crop it down yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, another good example of that is like all these old shows that were filmed in the 1990s, like Friends, Seinfeld, X-Files, they've all been re-released recently in 169 versions instead of the 4.3, the mm. way they've been able to do that is because when they originally shot them, they shot in that full 35mm yeah. frame. There's all this extra junk to the sides um, that would have got cropped out in the original yeah. version, but now that they've remastered them HD, they've been able to expand them mm. because they had that safety. Yep. And a lot of the time you'll see there's like a stagehand standing in the corner or you can see the marks <laughs> on the ground or like a hole in the wall where a camera's supposed to be. Oh. Junk you were never supposed to see, yeah. but it's now in there in these... Oh, so a lot. Honest. So pretty much everything you see is filmed with safety and then cropped later. Yeah. There Digi- you go. Digital stuff, particularly. Yeah. Fair enough. Not necessarily if it's shot on film. Mm, I would imagine. So. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Now one from Walter. Okay. Here we Walter go. Walter Saucer. Yeah. Have you seen movies like Pixar's Wall-E? Yes. Yes. Promising Young Woman. Yes. I'm not sure if I have. Yeah. That's what? the one with Carrie Mulligan, and she was the guy rank. Killing a bunch of people. And oh, yeah, yes, yes. The nurse. Yeah, yeah, great movie. Yep. Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Loved it. Love mm-hmm. Simon. Yes. Yeah, we have yeah, seen it. have. I actually enjoyed it. It was very too. good, yeah. 300. Uh, no, no. Never Got it, it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, never watched it. Uh, Chinatown. Yeah, of many course. times. Uh, Laputa Castle in the Sky. No, never seen that. I think, it, I think it's an anime thing. 
Okay. Um, original Planet of the Apes, yes. of course, uh, when I was a kid. Um, Pulp Fiction, yes. great film. Uh, the Five Bloods. Yes. The Django, Unchained. Django. Oh. <laughs> yes. Django Unchained. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Matrix. Yes. Yep. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Love it. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ocean's Trilogy. Yeah. Of course. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Child's Play Movies. No. And Muppet Movies. Of course. Of course. <laughs> All right. So well, that was that, a short list from both That was. I was surprised. Yeah. You kept it nice and short this week. Maybe he's saving another half for next week. Or we just wanted to get that in real quick to make the show. The other three quarters, the other yeah, you know, forty four hundred percent of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is the end of the show. And we're running it out quite early today, so let's get through this um, wrap up really quickly. That is all we have time for. So thanks for listening or watching. Uh, the podcast goes out every single Monday on all the podcasting platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Uh, the visual element is available to view on YouTube. It goes out two days early to Patreon supporters, so you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under for uh, your early access of that one for as little as a dollar a month. Cheap. Yep. Yep. Don't forget podcasts. <laughs> the video podcasts are on a separate channel, Dave Lee down on the podcast YouTube channel. Head over there, subscribe, watch. We're only 200 subs, 200 watch hours away from monetization. And don't queue it all up and just let it run. Don't you do it. You're going to queue it up, like, sit and uh, watch it. Like Brandon has done, or... The Brendan? Brandon? Let me just Brendan, double check. I Brendan, I think. Double check. Double checking. Double checking. Double checking. Don't want to get it wrong. Don't want to get it wrong. I can't find it. Can't find it. Brendan slash Brandon. Bradley! <laughs> Bradley, yeah, Bradley. That's right. Thank you, Bradley. Bradley <laughs> Kenneth. Oh, geez, so much for a short exit. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under or Dave Lee Down Under Extra. Uh, over on Twitter, Instagram at Dave Lee Down Under. There's links in the description of every podcast. Also links on all the podcast platforms. If you want to write in the show, you can shoot an email at DaveLeePod at gmail.com. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review on a rating at home. Just good ones, though. Only the good ones help. We'll hunt you down if you... Yeah, we will. Off. We will, but we won't. But we'll don't, name but and shame. Don't do it. Yeah, we will, but we won't. But just do it. Just good reviews. <laughs> so this week, YouTube preview. I've just uploaded my James Bond Evolution a couple of weeks ago. Get on that. Check that out. Uh, some cartoon news went up this week. Can't remember what, but there's some cartoon news. Reviews for the Muppets Haunted Mansion is up. And a Blu-ray update went up um, during the week as well. You can check that one out. This week, I'm hopefully going to have my Simpsons Treehouse of Horror ranking part two go up. Last year, I ranked the first 30 Treehouse of Horror stories from the first 10 episodes. This year, I'm ranking the next 30 stories from the next 30 episodes, so uh, Treehouse of Horror 11 through 20. So I'm going to do that one. Uh, I'm going to hopefully get someone on to collaborate with me on that one, but i have still got to confirm it with them. So that's going to hopefully go up this week, maybe next week. Uh, there'll be another Blu-ray update this week. That's the second part of the Blu-ray update. That's going to go on the second channel, Dave Lee, down under Extra. I'll have a review for R.L. Stein's Just Beyond series, which is going on Disney Plus soon. I think that'll be on the Extra channel as well. Might go on the main channel. I'm not sure just yet. There'll be a review for the Free Guy 4K Blu-ray, probably on the Extra channel. Uh, I don't know. We'll decide later at the time. I'm working on two evolutions for this month. I'm hopefully going to get two out this month. One really, really short one. And one just like standard length short one. So a short one and a really short one. Mm. Hoping I can pump them both out this month. I'm going to get to work. Are they cartoon or They're both culture? cartoon actually. Well, one's a... One's ca- a crossover. One's like a crossover, like pop culture cartoon. I haven't really quite decided how I'm going to brand it just yet, but it's like kind of a mix. A cartoon come 
pop culture come cartoon. Yeah. Mm, and then the other one's definitely cartoon. Like, that's going to be a real, like, I promise you, a really, really, really short one. And that's why I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get two out this month. Right. And I really need to after James Bond has tanked. Yeah. As expected. Hopefully it's a grow. Expected. It's Superman's good. on 75,000 views now. So slow it's just burn. taking time. Yep. So slow Bond burn. will be the same. Yeah, I reckon. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. We're going to tune out just before two hours today, which is great. Awesome. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you on the next one. And don't forget the giveaway. Don't forget the giveaway. Free guy. Free Head guy to Instagram. You get the Blu-ray of Free Guy, Australian entries only. Head over there. Just tell me you want it, and I'm going to draw them next week. Thanks to my friends over at Disney, who absolutely certainly gave me this giveaway and all this Free Guy junk that I'm wearing at the moment. As I said, I'm shilling. I'm shilling as per. So, Free Guy <laughs> hashtag. Uh, we'll see you on the next one, guys. Take it easy. See you, guys. Stay safe.